This is Man-Child Movie Night. Stop! Who would cross the bridge of death must answer me these questions three. Eh, the other side he see. Did you say y'all still having, like, not a lot of people coming on? Dude, we had full house, both services this past yeah. week. It was like pre-COVID. <laughs> Which I say full house, like, but because we, we still have everything spaced out. We've only got, like, 150 shit. Normally, we have about 300 seats. Think about that. Zion Hill said about 120. And we have so If it's packed. So, I mean, that's, I know that's small compared to y'all's place, but I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's the thing. Like, when nobody was coming? Yeah. Looked like, like a ghost town out there. There you go. Yeah, this was a very thought-provoking that I didn't have a lot of time, <laughs> but I did my best, guys. I did my best. The, the ones you sent, I was like... I come up with two of those by myself. Those, those weren't... Uh, one I stole from Sean, or okay. I say I stole from Sean. He was talking about it, and he was like, I might use it, I probably won't use it, and I was like... Yeah. I yeah, Sean, use it. Sean said, we had uh, decided you probably hadn't. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I didn't let you down. <laughs> <laughs> I have not thought. Yeah. Yeah, he called me and I was like, I'm going to say Dusty hadn't thought about it yet. <laughs> See, I told Dusty, I said, these are questions I've thought about my whole life because when you're on a tractor bush hogging yeah. and you don't have a radio, because I didn't have a radio on my uh-huh. tractor, you, you think about all that. kind of crap. Right. You solved the whole problem of every, every world problem on that track. That's when I started. Know. That's when I started writing songs. Is when yeah. I worked at Ashley and we couldn't have headphones and I was just riding a tow motor all night long. Yeah. I told, him, I told him, I, I, don't, see, I don't get any. His work is not mindless work. No. Really. You got to be right. thinking when you do it. Mm-hmm. I, I do yeah. technical. Well, see, mine's, mine's mindless. Yeah, so I do I'm technical stuff all day. I come home and I work on technical stuff all evening. I never get a, like a, like my mind mellow stuff is. This. This. Or, well, <laughs> but then I have to prepare for it. But no, like playing guitar or Or something. not prepare for it. Yeah. yeah, play guitar or something where I can just kind of. Disconnect my mind from everything for a minute, or get or shooting or gaming. That's the reason I don't get to game much at all. But when I do, that's ca- and everybody's. And I was talking to some guys at work. And I was like, that are gamers and stuff. And he's like, they play all these, you know, RPG games where they're doing role. But and I'm like, guys, look, I know I'm probably the out the person that's different from everybody else. But I just play the stuff I can start up, I can play, and I can just disconnect from it. And there's no commitment. Because mm-hmm. the commitment stuff to me, it's like, gosh. And, and I was like, I got to go do this. Yeah. <laughs> you know? With like shooter games and stuff, I can just get on, play a few minutes, just never, get off and done. I never did those. I always just played like football or something like that. Yeah, just that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, that's, like. I'm, I'm what like EA wants to sell to. They want to sell multiplayer games without a storyline that they got to write and all that. And everybody's like, well, we got to have a storyline. For y'all, that's great. For me, I'm sell me on that because I can just connect, play, done. So your point will have to have a storyline to it. You just can't do it. Let's see. I like, <laughs> I let's like just, a... Let's just get to the mid <laughs> I like a... There is something to... I'm, I'm with you. There's something to be said in that you get it from the classic games. Like... Mario. Mario Kart or well, Super Smash Bros. Something you can just hop right yes. in, play, have fun, cut it off, and you ain't got to think about it anymore. Exactly. And that's just, I mean, I like party. I saw this other day. I, I was looking at a list of, uh, of 100 movies to see that you need to see before you die. Yeah. That made the list. Man, that's a good movie. I'm glad you showed his, me that one. His, uh, his next movie spoke, was supposed to come out this year. So, but don't know. Yeah. 
I've been binging on the Trailer Park Boys. What I couldn't get into it. it. The first season I know is so slow. It is. It's bad. So slow. Well, see, they they've got their own. They have got their own company now. Okay. So so if you if you've ever seen a show, they had the the film crew following them around. Yeah. The name of that film crew was Swear TV. Well, they have started an online, it's an app on your phone, Swear TV. The 13th season, Trailer Park Boys, is going to be on their app. Yeah. They're going to, and they're changing, they're getting out of the Trailer Park. They're in jail. Oh. They're doing the whole season in jail. They're not in the Trailer Park anymore. Because Mr. Leahy has died. Yeah. In real life. Yeah. Who's that? The, the, the guy that was a park superintendent, oh. Jim Leahy. Yeah. He died. So he, he's not on there no more. Dunstan, whatever his name was. Oh. I just know Bubbles. They've got all kind there's of... Cold. Bubbles, and then there's... Is there Jesse? Julian. Julian. And Ricky. Julian's Ricky. the bigger guy. Julian's the dark-haired guy yeah. that gets out of prison the, the yeah. first. There, the there's, first season. Ricky's, there's, Ricky's the, the one that gets in there. there has he's, been, he look, he's the one that looks like he's from Alpine. Yeah. There has been so many... Mo- they've made movies. Really? Full-length animated series. Yeah, spin-off series. And... These folks have been in nothing else besides Trailer yeah. Park Boy stuff. They're just living it. <laughs> I just the scene that it gets. Kelly me, says Bubbles Bubbles glasses has to give him headaches. It gotta. Just the one that gets me is when he goes in there and he's trying to fix a leak in the bathroom or whatever. <laughs> that episode. That's, that's season twelve. <laughs> and he tears that. That was on last night. He tears that whole bathroom. The whole thing. <laughs> He goes in there like, see with these trailers you gotta get cut a little hole out. He gets in there with the saws on and he cuts a hole through the water pipe. He knocks the power and water out. <laughs> no, yeah, he cuts the Who's power. It? Who is it fixing? This it? is Ricky. Uh-huh. <laughs> he goes in there, pours over that bathroom, just cut the power, cut the water pipes, spraying water everywhere. Is IMDb TV? Is it free? Couldn't tell you. No. I'm fixing to find out because I'm finna kill Direct TV and then it's. What was funny um, was one episode they were uh. <laughs> Ricky grade his guy's grade 11 that's how they say it yeah so his guy's grade 11 but he's done with a box of rocks yeah but they had a bunch of uh, weed plants in the in the no yeah <laughs> they had a, they're making Snoop Dogg's been on there Snoop Dogg and really? uh, who else was on there somebody else famous was on there oh Tom Arnold he was on there but Anyway, they're making these, this five-hour decompress or something like that. Instead of energy, it, it knocks you, it slows you down. Yeah. So Snoop Dogg has ordered a whole bunch of it because he went to the trailer park and hung out with them. And now he's left. They made a deal with them. So Ricky's growing all these plants. It takes so many plants to do this, to do this, to do this, number-wise and all that. Julian's oh. in there. In the Julian's <laughs> going to the. Mall to get a job, and he's sitting there watching people taking their wallets, taking their phones, and all this. And security brings him into the office. Yeah. I said, "Oh, well, we see what you've been doing. You're in trouble now." He said, "Actually, what you don't see is I've been watching y'all. I've been watching your security. Yeah. Your security sucks. This is why I need a job in security." <laughs> so then he starts catching people shoplifting and puts them working for him, shoplifting stuff he wants. Oh gosh, that's funny. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> dang sure don't make you no smarter. No, Trailer well, Park Boys. We we were. I don't watch a whole lot of stuff that makes me smarter. 
I think we were in Gatlinburg and or somewhere and we were like just vegging out for like two days, just chilling and relaxing. And I I remember I was trying to watch Trent Barlins, he's like, We can't this is all we can't watch. This is terrible. <laughs> it was the first season, so it was very like bland. Oh. It is better. Yeah, I, I know. Yeah. Because Bubbles is not a main no. character in it. No. Until about the second season. Yeah. And he writes most of the stuff for it. Really? Mike Smith, yeah. Okay. Then it gets to where all of them write for it. Yeah. Who was it? That, there was another celebrity that was on there. Well, they're, they're from Nova Scotia. I think it's right. Yeah, Nova Scotia. Oh, it was, uh, oh, Sebastian Bach. He's in the trains. He's in the trains. And Patrick Swayze was in the trains. So his train was made with Patrick Swayze. Before every episode, they had to put, Patrick Swayze is not in this episode. He has nothing to do with this episode. And he did not give the permission to use his name in this episode. <laughs> and then you get to see it every episode they're on. Every episode that comes on, everything is everything bl- blurred out. Yeah. Anything that's got a name to it is blurred out because they don't want to be associated with better voice. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! They had to put fake liquor labels on the bottles. Yeah, because nobody wants to be. That's not uncommon. They still don't want to be. I'm gonna say they probably have some risky. <laughs> I haven't seen all the seasons. I've just seen some of them. Well, there's there's there there's little to no nudity in it. Yeah. Gosh, I might have language. <laughs> <laughs> Make a sailor run crying home to his mama. <laughs> Bubble some of the stuff he says. <clears throat> that meme, the yeah, meme of him just. <laughs> yeah, something's iffy. <laughs> Check it out. Guy in the middle. He was doing the old East Union bowling picture thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That wildy bulger. I don't know, that was a good uh tell you I told y'all before y'all need to watch Black Mass. It's good. Creepy. I watched a documentary about him. Yeah. Have y'all seen a documentary on Netflix about the dudes from South America that bought the submarines from the Russians? Um my buddy showed me, showed it to me, showed me the start of it on Netflix, and I'm like, "Yeah, this will be something I watch sometime." It's a documentary. Yeah. Told by the fellows who did it. Huh. They went to Russia and they called. They wanted a submarine, so they called the contact they had in Russia, and asked, you know, could we get a could we get a submarine? The yeah. guy called them back so many times later, so so much longer later, and said, "Do you want submarine with missiles or without missiles?" They said, "Hmm." They flew to Russia, got them a submarine. What'd they do, drive it back to South America? Mm-hmm. Found somebody, somebody, somebody could captain it and come back with it. Running drugs. Colombians. Showed it. I won't say, what do you, what do, you do with this? Because in Russia, when, <laughs> when the wall fell, there was nobody in charge. Yeah. And everybody was just trying to steal stuff and, and, and get what they could out of things. You could buy anything you want to. They went over and bought all kinds of stuff. Yeah. For hardly nothing. Yeah. But, uh, the, the answer to that question, 
is what would you not do with a submarine? Uh, I would not get in it. Yeah, well, <laughs> so there you go. Well, me either. <laughs> me either. Be in it. Yeah, me either. But that's that's the Chris answer. Yeah. What would you do with that? Yeah. What would I not do what, with that? Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> he was out looking at a 50... Or, no, the the big old pistols, the 500. Yep. 50 cows. Yeah. No, they're 500 Five, mag. Yeah, the, the big... It's a 50 caliber, though. Yeah. Yeah. The, you know, big yeah. elephant. Yeah, I know. Killing thing. <laughs> and he was looking at those, and I'm like, what would you do with that? He's like, what would I not do with that? <laughs> and then, you know, you see Go the meme. Him. You see the meme when it's like when the the 50 cal for when there's a a burglar hiding behind the refrigerator at your neighbor's house. Yeah, shooting a bullet aside of your thumb. Yeah. 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 Was it, you know, they, was it Desert Eagle 50 cal? Yeah. It's an automatic. Yeah. That'll do, pig. That'll do. That'll do. They're making a 44 Magnum too, but that's what old Chief Gillespie carried in He's a Night. Desert Eagle. But like a 50 cal. I'm like, why in the world would a cop need that? But I think it may have been may have been a forty four, but it was a huge hand cannon they carried. Why would he not need it? <laughs> that's that's always the answer. Why would he not need it? Mm. Well, this is Man Child Movie Night. I don't know where we'll start this. Wherever you feel like. And uh, <clears throat> we have questions. What was it? Is it H and R Block that had that? You got questions. We, we got, got answers. answers. You got questions, we got answers. Oh. I thought she was going to do like, we got questions. Well, we just got questions. <laughs> well, just like the York peppermint patty thing. What I might into a York peppermint patty, I get the sensation of, uh, well, I just get a sensation. <laughs> but I'm Matt with Dusty and Sean. Hello. Hey. And, uh, we're going to question uh, the universe tonight. This is brought to the table by Sean. Roll your britches legs up, we're finna get deep. Yeah. I'll say Sean, Sean likes the deep podcast, so he brought it to the man-child movie night. I was strap, a, strap a two before on your butt. That's right. <laughs> we'll it could get married. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Nothing wrong with thinking every once in a while. No, unless you're like me, you probably think a little too much. Like but I mean, I'm always down for thinking. It's one of my favorite things to do. It means I'm living. Yeah. <laughs> Just living, L I V. All right, who's going to go first? We, we, we all picked, we said three questions, uh, but we might have a few more than that. Okay, I'll, I'll go first. Okay. This is my idea. And Dusty said this is my second question that I sent y'all, but it's, I'm going to ask this one first. And uh, this question come from a speech I had to do when I was in high school. And it was a pretty interesting thing. But uh, you can invite four people to dinner. Who are they? And why do you invite them? <clears throat> and, you cannot, and you cannot invite Jesus. That's, that's too easy an answer to say Jesus. Can my answer be Jesus? <laughs> The gardener. <laughs> the gardener. <laughs> if you want to, that's fine. Yeah, so that's that's the question. Four people. All right. 
I thought about this and I tried not to go like and thinking too much, but I, because my mind would automatically say, all right, well, I picked four people, but depending on the four people you pick, it could get very awkward. If you're thinking about that, because see, my mind goes there about the situation. And that's not all answer. It's just like, it's just a question. Just answer the freaking question. But I'm like, okay. You're too too analytical about it. Yes, I am. Yeah. But I I got out of my own. That's a big word for redneck. Analytical. (laughs) Spell it. (laughs) You can't spell analytical without. (laughs) Hey, yeah. (laughs) Hey, ooh. Um, So. So I finally, I finally got out of my own way and just said, okay, people that I would like, that I would probably enjoy sitting down with and asking questions. J.R.R. Tolkien. Well, that's a good one. Yep. Um, had it not been for his work, I would not be who I am today. I will say that. Yeah. Next to salvation and me marrying my wife, that is probably the next thing as far as pivotal moment in my life that I can look back on and say, that's part of the way, part of the reason I am the way that I am. Fifth grade, I read The Lord of the Rings. I've been a... There's two people on my list like that. Yeah. I mean, that's it sent my life in a specific trajectory. And uh, just because he was a genius... Number one, but he, that, I mean, I've, I've watched some documentaries and read, uh, some stuff about him and just the amount of knowledge that he had, I mean, not to, not to mention that he created the whole world of, you know, Middle Earth and all of that, but the knowledge that he had about our world too. And he was, you know. A believer. And number two, Michael Palin. He is my favorite member of Monty Python. Okay. And live or dead? He's still alive. Okay. He uh there's three still alive. Half <clears throat> no, there's four still alive. Only two of them are dead now. Terry Jones and Graham Chapman. Um he is uh he played Sir Galahad on Monty Python and the Holy Grail Mm -hmm. and he was famous for his uh, being the guy that come into the ministry of silly walks with his silly walk that was not so silly and he's just for whatever reason I find him the most interesting out of that crew and he's I've seen interviews and things when he's not acting and he seems like somebody who I could just sit and listen to talk and just not not ask anything. Just yeah. listen to him ramble on. That's a good one. Number three, Billy F. Gibbons. ZZ Top. Okay. Uh, for the same reasons. I like, he's ZZ Top. Is in one as, you know, probably if I had to do a top ten list of my favorite bands, they're going to be they're going to be up there. They're probably not top three, but they're pretty dang close. But he's just got this aura 
about him that oozes. <laughs> He's his own dude. And just somebody to sit down and talk to about music from a, I mean, he's from Texas or Southern, I mean, but has different um, musical backgrounds, which I, I mean, I could name off other people that I would like to sit and talk to, but when I thought about it, I was like, yeah, he's... Well, he was a pioneer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that and he, well, that and he's just cool. Yeah. He's just cool. Yeah. I mean, and he likes good barbecue. So, I mean, that's what we would have at my dinner party, probably, you know. And, you uh, thought about that too. We'd be having barbecue. Yeah, well, that's what I, I I went there, and that's why, like, we talked about this question and stuff. I was like, I mind, I can go way on out. Yeah. Uh, but number four, you said Jesus was out, but somebody that I would like to sit down and talk to would be Simon Peter. Yeah. Simply because he, to me, he he's probably my, I mean, next to Jesus, if you have a biblical, I don't like calling them characters because they were real, mm-hmm. real people, yeah. you know. And so, because people a lot of times call them character, character from the Bible, but he was, you know. An individual from the Bible. Yeah. yeah. He was the first pope, they say. Well, he, to know that he denied, he was with Jesus for three years and then denied him three times and then was ultimately redeemed. That is After the, Jesus told him, you're going to do it. Right. Mm-hmm. And then came back and he, that's the thing, if you can, if you can be there, deny Christ three times and then he lift you back up and put you back there with him and forgive and redeem like you know and he was with him how much more you know and I would like you know and is the bedrock of modern Christianity yeah well I mean that's what Christianity is built on he was the rock he's the rock I'm going to build my church on you're the rock well like I don't know I would have a lot of people would probably say you know Paul I expected you to say Paul. Yeah, or Paul or, or but Well you know there I'm very drawn to Peter and uh, like first Peter is probably one, one of my favorite books of the Bible of the letters that he wrote and and how he was just a simple guy. He was a fisherman. I mean you hear that all the time. But to know to be there to talk to him if you if I, if we couldn't talk to Jesus himself Talk to somebody who was right he's there. The only man ever walked on water. Well, that and who saw, who oh, was yeah. a who was who was a, a guy on my level who saw these things. Yeah. And, you know, the questions I could ask him, but it might have been just for a few seconds. But he did walk on water. You doggone right. But that's my four to my dinner party. All right. Tolkien, Palin, Michael Palin, Billy Gibbons, and Simon Peter. We'll round this back out with songs. Mine ain't gonna be as philosophical. <laughs> Thing, and I just saw one that I probably should have put on my list. Richard Pryor? No. Oh. All right, I'm going to start with a no Rich. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, that'd be somebody worth it. Heck yeah. <laughs> Might change one of mine right <laughs> now. No, uh, I'm going to start with a regular person that y'all have no idea who I'm talking about, and that's okay. But 
I, I probably watch more YouTube than I do regular, you know, TV anymore, especially direct TV, but even shows. But uh, there's a guy that knows a lot. His he owns a tuning shop, uh, built a lot of Hondas. But he, if you would ever watch any of his shows, that he, any of the episodes he's on, his name's Brent. Uh, Brent from PFI Speed. But the guy is one of the most down to earth, humble. He always he seems a lot like you know give the, give the shirt off his back, just a always down for having fun. But a real humble guy that uh, would do anything for you, you know. Um, and it, the amount of knowledge that's in his head, I've seen these other guys that build cars and and are tuners, and then they might build a Honda, and he it just changes their mind completely on how what tuning is and you know how to, how to build cars um but he he always seemed like, and I, like i watch cletus mcfarland it's got the freedom factory and all these race cars he builds and he goes down there and they just hit it off like that you know you can tell there's that friendly chemistry right from the bat and i think he'd be somebody kind of cool to sit down and talk to and pick his brain uh number two which really is my number one would be my grandfather that's not a it's not that anybody out there is gonna know, but right. uh, I, I was real James. I was real close to my granddaddy, and uh, of course I'll get to see him one day again. But still, if I had, I, you think I'd pass up an opportunity right now to sit at a table with him? You lost right. your mind. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> He's one of those, you know, people that when they're gone, he's never forgotten. They're never, you know, like me and Granny will still talk about him. And she'll start crying, <laughs> you know, but he he had that kind of impact. So to sit down and and hear him talk about bird hunting or hunting dogs or this or that again would be amazing. Um, probably now these last two I got I put down, uh, and they're both comedians, but Chris Farley. <laughs> now now my point would you not have a lot of supper. <laughs> well, when I yeah. Both of my last two, but and you probably guess the other one, but not. I don't know that I want all these people at the same table. <laughs> Chris Farley and Granddaddy. That's what I was just thinking. Like, they might be okay for a minute or two. Um, yeah, uh, but obviously it's Chris freaking Farley, man. Granddaddy, the boy just done last week. Well, he, I, I can hear Granddaddy now. He used to talk about flexing your muscle, but you, your table muscle. <laughs> I can see him saying that about Chris Farley. And I bet Chris Farley laughed about that, too. <laughs> but, uh, but a hilarious, hilarious, hilarious man that shaped a lot of my childhood, too. Tommy Boy, Black Sheep, you know. Um so, did I, uh, so yeah, I didn't watch it. I can't really point it to SNL. I didn't really watch that a lot when I was younger. A lot of I got a lot of it after. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, all his uh, what was land down by the river. Yeah, yeah. It was Matt Flynn. Yeah, was it Matt Flynn. Yeah, something, something like that. Chippendale dancer with yeah, Swayze. Oh me! You'll have plenty of time to paint when you're living in a van <laughs> down by the river. Um. Well, what do you freaking do? Or no, Lottie freaking die. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, Chris Farley, and I think my final one, I'm going to stick with the big boys here, be John Candy. Oh, Lord. Nice. And you better have a lot of barbecue. 
<laughs> now, he'd probably like that poutine. <laughs> he probably would. He'd eat poutine, that I told Sean I can't eat poutines. It starts, sounds like poo and it looks like it too, so I can't eat it. Um, I like poutine. He's one of Canadians. Um, but yeah, he, he, I think, you know, Chris Far- or uh, John Candy was a lot deeper than he put out on, you know. Well, I mean, you go to like Uncle Buck. It wasn't just a scratch of the surface comedy, you know, it had its funny parts, but uh, he was pretty deep in some of his movies, and of course they've made, they've turned uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles skit where he talks, you know, real sad to you, they made it into like a family kind of reading it too, but that whole sad kind of, he had, a, he, I think he was more varied of an actor than a lot of people got. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? He was deeper than a lot of, a lot of people picked up on. And I, I think it'd be kind of cool to sit down and pick his brain for a while, you know. Polka, polka, yeah, talk, talk to the shower, polka? shower curtain AKA ring. Kiss me, polka. Yeah, <laughs> polka twist. That's my fool. Well, to answer my own question, uh, my first all, all four of mine are deceased. I guess that's a trend. But the first one is George Washington. Uh, I thought about old George. I think it'd be interesting to sit down and talk to him and everything that that went on. And nowadays, and I would yes, I would love for him to be here and get it, get, get get to see some of the stuff that's going on and get his well, take. Say, what are you doing? Here, what are y'all doing, in my what country? <laughs> Send me back now. Uh, but just to talk to him and some of the, all the things that he did then the Revolutionary War and how he just held the country together, you know, there for, uh, so, I mean, if there's, if there's not a George Washington, Washington, there's not an America. Absolutely not. Plain and simple. And somebody asked, I think we've asked this on another podcast, who's your, well, who do you think is the best president? It starts and stops George Washington. There's nobody. Yeah, I I believe that and felt that way since, you know, Brown Dog said it in high school. They asked him, who's your favorite president? He said, George Washington. He was the first and the best. Yeah, I mean, that's it. He said, Reagan would be next. But he said, said, there's a big gap between Washington and Reagan. (laughs) My uh, second person was Winston Churchill. Okay. Now, if it's not for Winston Churchill... Would all be always speaking German right now? Mm-hmm. He was the only one that stood up to to Hitler, mm-hmm. and held 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 Britain together. He was a bulldog until everybody else could get in and help him out. Because yeah. he fought by they fought by themselves for a long time against Hitler. Yeah, had the Russian if if had the Russians on the other side, but in in Europe, he's the he's the one that they the ones that stopped. And I don't know if Britain could have held out if they wasn't an island to themselves. Yeah. But then America finally got in once that happened. But but as much credit as people want to give FDR, Churchill's the one that held that held that thing together. Yeah, he was the one who told them to start with, not to appease Hitler. Yeah. They wouldn't listen. Yeah, uh, who was it that did the appeasing? It was uh, can't think of his name now. Prime Minister back then. Uh, but uh, but yeah, the British Prime Minister or the yeah. French one. British one when they then they sit did the before appeasing. him yeah I can't Chamberlain Chamberlain that's who it was uh, but uh, yeah that that'd be interesting to sit down and and see it'd be interesting to see Washington and Churchill talk with each other yeah that would be interesting <laughs> yeah he'd be like 
You you right standing up for this punk. <laughs> um, fourth one is sort of like what you said, and uh, but mine's a different level of Stan Lee. Because I started reading comic books, mm -hmm. and my mother always said she wanted one of her children to love reading like she did. I read comic books, led me to reading other books like Lord of the Rings. Same. But mine started before that. My mom said the exact same thing. If she I wouldn't have read the comic books that was inspired and, and first created by Stan Lee, I never would have bought my first graphic novel, which was a Spider-Man book that led me to get the Lord of the Rings. Mm -hmm. So, and to, and just to, to listen, Stan tell a story, you know. Uh, and there again, I think it'd be interesting to see those three men talk with each other, you know. It'd be interesting to to hear uh, hear that. And my 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 fourth one is just purely selfish. Uh, it'd be my dad, and because not just because he's gone, and I'd get to have another three hours with him, whatever the time was, but he would enjoy talking to those three men too. Yeah, yeah. that's that's the thing. He would enjoy asking them questions and listening to what they had to say, because me and him have had conversations about this stuff and yeah. and that kind of thing. And uh, he liked comic books too. He had a bunch of them when he was a kid. But he would love to talk to uh, George Washington and Churchill both. Yeah. You know. So that's. Want a testosterone at your dinner party. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. A lot of meat at mine. A lot of testosterone. Mine's um, pretty British. <laughs> but, the, but the funny thing is. Is not a four of these. is the same ones that I said when I did that speech in high school. No. Yeah, four whole different ones. I think my granddaddy was one of them. Uh, John Wayne was. I thought, yeah. I, I, um, when I was looking at that, I'm like, he's probably gonna say John Wayne. But you know, yeah. But he was acting, an actor for his actors and all that. But just just historical background. Yeah, I, I know, thought about that too. Those, those two jump out at me. He was an actor. He wasn't, uh, you know. And I would, I would probably, you know, somebody would say, well, you didn't say Reagan. Yeah, I didn't say Reagan, but I probably. To be honest with you, if I pick a world leader at that time to, to talk to and sit down with, probably Mark, Margaret Thatcher. The Iron Lady. Sorry, I can't think about Margaret Thatcher without thinking about Austin Powers. Margaret Thatcher naked on a cold day. <laughs> <laughs> but that was baseball. <laughs> <laughs> but that that was my four. All right. So who got a question? I'll go. I'll go. Uh, and I'll, I'll go with this one just to kind of icebreaker it in until we get some good flow uh, flow here. If you could live in any other time period, when would it be, and why? That's a question I have thought about before. Oh, I think about that one on the regular. And that could be, I mean, any any other time period. Well, when would it be and why? Yeah, I, I always, okay. I always like, like the 30s. And now that's a hard era to live in. Mm -hmm. It's a very hard era to live in. Yeah. But some amazing men and... Americans came out of the 30s. You know what I mean? Um, but 
you know, there was a lot of poverty, a lot of. Uh, it was a hard time. It was a, hard it time. Was a defining. It was a defining time, time for Americans uh, as a whole, but you know, especially the Southern American. See, I could all. I was when I thought when I asked this question, I, I have my answer. Yeah. But I was thinking about. It, I was like, I really don't know. Like some of these, I could almost give with you. Yeah, guys, some of these, I could almost kind of pinpoint because I've known yeah. y'all for so long. But this was one I thought I would have never pegged you to say that. Well, see, I think like the flapper kind of, you know, thirties. I don't know. It it always intrigued me. I like, you know, that actually happened in the twenties. Uh, what the flapper? Oh well, that yeah. was right. That was right before the thirties, the, the Great Depression, yeah. the gangsters, and the. But you yeah. had the, the the of course that that led in also to prohibition. I think was going on at yeah. that time, and uh, you had uh, Hoover Dam was built in the thirties. Yeah, I mean, like you're talking about the stuff that the that they did back then, yeah. building stuff and all that. Well, they they built America. Yeah, I, I would. That's I'm probably a lot, of, a lot of times that the skyscrapers and stuff yeah. being built in in New York. I was hydroelectric up the whole state. Yeah. <laughs> well, that that happened back then too. Yeah. TVA that, yeah. that happened in the '30s, uh, leading into the '40s. You know, that was Mr. Roosevelt. Yeah. Gonna save us all. Well, that's mine. I mean, that's, that's, I don't know. I was always intrigued, I guess I could say more by that. It'd been a hard time to live. That Yeah, I thought about that too, you know, but. But any time outside of what we live today would be a hard time. That's, that's the, what, what, when, as I was going through that question, I'm like. I know, you just cringed when we said that with no internet. You just, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I've been there. I don't want to go back. (laughs) We've moved on. (laughs) We modified. I was gonna say a time without internet last year. You mean last year? Twenty twenty. Yeah. yeah, we have fiber and our internet's regular now. Yeah, that's right. But I mean, you think about modern medicine and the you know length, yeah. length of life has improved. You know, quality of life improved in a lot of ways, but in a lot of ways it's worse now. We're still you the know. same. Well, what with with the upbringing of technology and the internet what have we uncovered and how well, how many how in what ways downward has it led our well and you also had in the 30s you coming out of one war yep that they thought was a war to end all wars yep and the then, great war. then when the 30s start is is right the you know we have the the treaty of versailles that that uh causes world war Two because of why how germany was treated yeah and Hitler's coming to power in the 1930s. Yeah. He comes to power in what, 1935? I know he was there for... Or no, he, 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 I think 1933 was when he first kind of well, started was, getting his foothold. He was in 38 was when they started all of that. He was in power before he was in power. Yeah. He was, a, he was, a, he was pulling the puppet strings yeah. there for a while. But, but yeah, that, I mean, that is an interesting time period there. Leading into the Second World War, everything's going on. I mean, you pretty much had a worldwide yeah. depression. It wasn't just yeah, it wasn't right. just America. It was worldwide. Right. That's a that's a good time period, I guess. I mean, it's it's as as tragic as any other time period. It is. You know, I mean, mine would be the eighteen eighties. 
I figured you was going to be at 1800. I think I could see myself on the cattle drive. Yeah. With a gun on my side. Wearing my six shooter, riding my pony on the cattle drive, that kind of. Stealing a young girl's hurt. Yeah. I think I could be eating bees by a campfire. Yeah. <laughs> be a simpler time. A lot simpler. A lot harder living. Be a lot harder living. Well. Yeah. But it, it would be a lot simpler. Did you expect me to pick, like, the future? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> but I, 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 mean, I could see you going. I was going to see you, but I, I mean, what, honestly, if I had to guess, probably the nineties. Really? Yeah. This is what I'd have thought, but you know. You know, back when the West was being settled, it'd be a hard, you know, hard living, hard work. But you know, it was, it was. Uh, well, it would be like you were talking about with the thirties. It'd be like what you're saying. Us looking at it, yeah, it would be hard work, but that was everyday life for them. Right. Not saying it wasn't a hard time, but that's right. all they knew. We'd, we'd just come out of the Civil War, and people were, were heading west. Go to west, settle. young man. You know, for... Haven't you been told? You know, manifest destiny. It was it was our, our destiny to, to settle from coast to coast. You had you, you had your 49ers out there. A little bit before then, I mean, a little bit after then, but sometime around then, but before that. But you had all that stuff going on out west. You know, Custer, oh, yeah. Custer's out there fighting the Indians. It'd be pretty great. Be dangerous. Oh, yeah. A dangerous time. I mean, it, we kind of get well, it glorified a little bit by the westerns on TV, yeah. But, you know. When you talk about the 30s, you think I. Oh, if, I was li- if I was living in the 30s, I ain't going to have a Tommy gun on my side. I might have two in there. <laughs> I'm keeping one. I stay, stay strapped or get clapped. <laughs> you know, might not have been like Dodge City back then, but you know. Yeah. What, was your t- what was your time period? Matt? You want to get a guess? Uh, 80s? <laughs> no. 60s? 70s. 70s. 1970s, man. Did you not see all of this loaded up with big fat sideburns in the 1970s? I'd rock polyester like nobody's business. <laughs> I might not have a cool car, but that gummit, I'd be the, I mean, I don't know. I am intrigued by the 1970s. I was just asking my mama the other day, I was like, what's that? I said, well, I said was, it, was, it, was it as cool as I think it would be? And she's like, yeah, it was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. I've heard stories about the 70s. It was cool. Everybody was high. <laughs> well, let me back up. Some folks can't remember the 70s. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you can remember them, you probably wouldn't live them right. Yeah. Well, you know what they say, like, the reality of what happens in your life is so skewed by the time you remember it like how bad are they <laughs> like what is your memory you know well, that's like, like with the 70s it would <laughs> be gaps in that memory yeah with the 70s it's far enough back to where it was way simpler but then it was still close enough to what i know now to work i mean you know that television and running water and all you know and you know you had fantastic music Star Wars, Smokey and the Bandit. I was born then. Yeah. Come on. There you go. Bicentennial. 
I mean, that's why that's why one of my favorite movies is Days Confused because it's about that time. It's yeah. about nineteen seventy six. Yeah, yeah. You know. Well, that seventy shows. Yeah, one of my favorite yeah. TV shows. I mean, and I almost, I mean, I almost made uh, uh, Kelso his his real uh, what's his name Ashton Kutcher Ashton Kutcher one of the people I would have sit around and talk you know because he's just a good dude you know yeah I had a pretty funny Super Bowl commercial too I don't watch Super Bowl so the Cheetos commercial. Yeah. It was, uh, you remember Shaggy's song, Wasn't Me? Yeah. You know, him and Mia Kalunas, whatever her name is, together Mia now. Kalunas. Yeah. And, uh, Mia Kalunas. Mia Kalunas. I don't know her name. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, she was eating his Cheetos, and every time he tried to catch her, she'd say, Wasn't me. And Shaggy's walking around singing the song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So, my second question. We're talking about music. Uh, hold on. I'm I'm on I'm on do the first one. Oh yeah, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, 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 sorry. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> um, Dusty has some thought-provoking stuff. Yes, he did. I didn't say so I went ahead and put I my answer, wrote my answers down here. Huh? I didn't steal but one of them. I'm gonna tie. Remember my 1970s thing. I was about to make a point. But I'm gonna save it for something else. So don't let me forget. Double pin that. All right. This one was, and this was one I found online, but it was it was pretty thought provoking. So there was there was Rohan right there. You were just talking about J.R. Tolkien. Um, if you had all, see the real middle layer. Here we go. Um, is this, it, this, this literally happening right now? Yeah, right now. It's awesome. real live, buddy. Is this real life? Yeah. Is this real life? What channel is this? Real, this uh, Documentaries. Documentaries. On Pluto. Okay, yeah, well, be, that means it'll be back on again. Yeah. Oh, awesome. You have to be watching that. <laughs> I watch Pluto TV all the time. Yeah, that's great. I've been on Prices Right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so if you had all the resources, time, and land... To build whatever it is that you want your mind can imagine. I was hoping you'd start with this one. What would you build and why? Oh, this is a great question. <laughs> it can be for selfish reasons. It can be or for... you want me to go first? Whatever. Just let Sean go first. Okay. Because that's kind of how we've been doing it. Or you can go first. <laughs> He's in deep in thought over there. <laughs> Reactionary. <laughs> well, I'm asking about that camper. Somebody asked me how much I quoted somebody's sister a price on it, and I didn't. So, I'm um, sorry. That question, I I, I I like that question. Yes, I did too. I was like, oh snap, that's great. <laughs> so so I'm gonna break it down. Imagine my my big ponderosa type thing is a is a is a uh, a, a pie, let's say. Okay. Or or something. Okay. The middle of this thing is going to be this one great uh, cabin, uh, um, wilderness place, uh, like a lodge. Lodge, okay. a better word for it. A lodge that uh, that you know, like a like a resort type mm-hmm. thing. Okay, on one side of my resort is going to be a golf course. <laughs> of course. Okay. <laughs> on the other side, on, on the other part of my go- of, of this thing is going to be a wildlife refuge hunting area, where okay. you can hunt, you, you can, can do whatever. Hunt, right. So you got golf at one part of the year when it's not season mm-hmm. to play golf. You can go hunting on the yeah. other side, and then I'm going to have a shooting area over uh-huh. on this other side. It's going to be a man's paradise. Yeah. <laughs> 
and uh, and you got this one big little center lodge that connects all of it together. Yeah. And you come in and you do all that. That's 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 my. That's where the orgies are. <laughs> Well, since it's all men, not not saying no women want to go. I'm just saying it's a a lot. What you said that made me think. Of, I was listening to a last podcast. One of the older ones. I'm getting caught up on Ben and, ben and Henry were talking about. They were like, "We're gonna go and do it with each other." And Ben's like, it, "Which is basically just us gonna be pulling down our pants, and putting our buttholes together." <laughs> oh, Dan, this young farted into my butthole <laughs> like a fart transplant. Jandis, <laughs> good Janus. Lord, Jandis. <laughs> But yeah, oh that that would be. It. I mean, just as soon as I read that, I'm like, you got all the land, <laughs> yeah, all the money. I'm like, you got to have a lot of land for a golf course. You got to have a lot of land for a game preserve, hunting yeah. area, that type thing, and then your, your shooting area. Um, and when I mean shooting area, I mean you've got you, there's a there's a shooting range over in uh, or a trap range over in uh, Sardis. That's uh, like a golf course. Yeah, you ride a golf cart. To do your trap shooting. Okay. In different holes. Yeah. Isn't that the one they've got like a, a pond where you shoot like yeah uh, the ducks, but where then you got you can go yeah, shoot you go the rabbits. On, you go stand on a pier and it shoots yeah. them out in the water and all yeah. this kind of stuff. Well, I need to go to that. Um, yeah, it's like sixty bucks to do the whole thing. Okay. Um, yeah, as a church, we're talking about it. But know, but you could incorporate something like that and then a real shooting range. Yeah. You know, maybe a three gun. Oh, buddy. Course. Yeah. You know, my alley with that. I mean, you you already said I got all the money got I need. All the money you want, so I can build all that. You know, and I mean, it just no be a, it'd be a place that it would stay full. Yeah, all year long, I'd yeah. be making money off that place. Yeah, that's what it's all, and that's the true me. You gotta have money to make money. I can't help it. I'm a capitalist. I believe in America, yeah. baby. Yeah, that's. I'm with you. I like it. All right, man. My answer: an awesome lodge for all activities. <laughs> Yes! <laughs> I had envisioned <laughs> a big lodge at the center of a place, but I would want like an indoor miniature wiffle ball stadium. Wow. That's very specific. Can I, can I add that to mine? Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, like, you know, a miniature version of like Fenway wait, or Wait, Rigby. wait, Let's just merge together. <laughs> That's it. The super, the super lodge. <laughs> no orgies, though. <laughs> Unless you want to go to the orgy. Sure. That's over on that, that side. <laughs> lodge West. Yeah. <laughs> But I had in mind of a uh, like a uh, the, um, an indoor wiffle ball stadium, uh, bowling alley, and like a, a movie theater. Okay. That was what I had envisioned. Plus, it would be full of you know walls filled with dead stuff from hunting and okay. from know, my from my place. Yeah, <laughs> from you know pool tables and air hockey and I mean anything you know. Yeah. It, it would be the setup. It would be the ultimate man cave. And when he was going on, he was like. You know, like a like a resort, like a, a lodge. A lodge is what and that's what I was like, yeah, that's exactly what yeah. it's called. That's exactly what it needs to be. A lodge for all activities. We have so much room for activities. So have a lot of room Because I activities. got all the land that I want for these things. But, oh yeah, my mind went wild. I was like, Yeah. Yeah. Um, well you won't be disappointed. 
uh, I didn't go up. I, I, I had, as a selfish one would be, the biggest gun range I could make is exactly <laughs> what, what I thought about. I thought, you know, number one, we got to have... Well, I, 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 I barely got the question read before I had the answer. Yeah, yeah I figured it. Sure. I'm surprised Matt's was the same, but I expected it to be some guitar, huge... Well, an awesome lodge for all activities. <laughs> all <laughs> he left it open-ended for a reason. Yeah. He's got all the money, he can add anything he wants, whatever he wants. Yeah, I have unlimited resources, yeah. I can just keep adding on, you know. And it's, it would be, uh, what is it? It would be my murder hotel. <laughs> I would have lots of intricate, you know, in and out, yeah. you know. Yeah, I, I, I did, you know, a long, think about a gun range, but in a long range gun range indoors. <laughs> so you can shoot your... Your 300 wind mags and your seven, you know, as far as you want, you know, uh, gun range. I, I thought about like on trimmers. <laughs> he had that downstairs uh, room full of guns, like times a million. <laughs> you just have this huge, and, and there's no there's no money needed to buy these guns. <laughs> you can just have them because I've got all the money that I need. Um, oh, you're buying my guns. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so that's that's. A gun range essentially was mine too. So, so my first thought was a uh, an indoor like wiffle ball stadium. Yeah, that was what I was like. Fucking done. I thought more than that. And it says I have <laughs> unlimited. You gotta go. I was like, yeah, why well, like, stop there? I was like, bigger. <laughs> yeah, I've got I've got unlimited resources. We're yeah. gonna have that plus. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> a plethora of other things. You name it, and that's you've got me thinking because we thought we talked about unlimited resources. My golf course would be lit, so you could play twenty four seven. Yeah, let's go ahead and put it. And you know, there'd be more people want to play at night than they would daytime. I was gonna say, just go ahead and put it inside. <laughs> John's like, well, we got a Bass Pro Shop, and you can fish in it. <laughs> they want, they want nobody arrest you. And get your big old fish, take them home with you. Don't <laughs> Cause I'll buy some old. You want to try a boat out? Get on a fish. Get on, you want to try that reel out? Go get it. We've got an indoor lake. <laughs> oh, brother. All right. That, that's my, my question number one. All right. Go ahead with your next one. That's a good TV show. Um, question number two. So, uh, We've had a music podcast before about our favorite songs and some other stuff like that. So this is a this is something that I've actually me and Kelly's actually talked about this before. So so you're you're in charge of booking a concert. And you can invite three acts. So the three acts, who's gonna be your opener, who's gonna be in the middle, and who's gonna be your headliner to close the thing down? Dusty, you can go, go first. Or, yeah, I'll go. I'll go, go ahead. I'll go. All right. Well, y'all had to do a little thinking on this one. Okay. Well, I didn't. I didn't either. Uh, I already had my answers. I, I, I wanted to not pick answers that y'all wouldn't understand. <laughs> so, like metal bands that you're not going to care about. Oh, well. And not, not, I wouldn't say not understand, but not mm -hmm. you wouldn't like and no one's going to care about. So, I'm going to... I'm going to put my first one as Tenacious D. Nice. <laughs> because I've never seen them. I would, I mean, even if the show wasn't that good, 
It's freaking tenacious, D. It would, it would be good. It would be good <laughs> just to hear Jack Black. I'd, 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 I'd let him go on stage and just, just sing the, what, what is it, uh, <laughs> From driving this Daisy. Yeah. <laughs> I just I just listened to that, but uh gosh, to see the D on stage, you know, and I I would like it to be a small venue. Not a massive thing. Like that's the shows I used to go to and I was in the pits at, you know, up on the right near the stage seeing the band. So Tenacious D's my first. Would not disappoint. No, they're gonna, they're gonna open up for it. They're gonna open up, and that's a big opener yeah. right there. If you open with that's gonna have everybody ready, <laughs> ready to rock. They're gonna be lubed up. Step <laughs> <laughs> to jacuzzi, baby. <laughs> All right, so Tenacious D, followed by Stevie Ray Vaughan. That, and and like I said, mine are varied, but. Man, this is your rock show. You do what you want. Yeah, do. man. You got a well, that is hey. That's that's what Jack Black's about. I mean, I'm, if I that's get free, his, get in free to this, I'd, I'd, buy, I'd buy. Cause you, I'd, you pay know, t- I'd pay good money to get another show. Gonna be in hey, you can have me show up my lodge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look back in. We've got a big old arena. <laughs> Didn't tell you about that. There's you can do it in my wiffle ball stadium. <laughs> um, you know who would be in the crowd? Jack Black, just to see Stevie Ray Vaughan. Um, so Stevie Ray Vaughan be with my number. I would expect a child. I, I, I'd almost. I was. Yeah. I was close to putting Stevie Ray. So on Stevie my. Ray as number two, and my number three. I will not disappoint with my personality. Uh, Pantera. I never saw Pantera. I didn't understand Pantera. I was too young. But to go back and see Dimebag, be Dimebag on stage in his prime, one of the best guitarists that has ever lived do what he does and see Phil Anselmo who was one of the best vocalists that's un, you know he was a douche but but the bottom line is the man could do things with his voice that a lot of other people could never do to see that live would be just unbelievable unbelievable so my trio my concert two the last two Texas Texas groups yep alright like you said I would want mine to be very intimate, mm. small, you know, at our lodge somewhere. My opener. My lodge got two arenas. Okay. Intimate place and then the big. Gotcha, gotcha. Stadium. <laughs> it's called Miss Place there too. Okay. <laughs> only on this. And they're going to be the by God rebels and Colonel Reb's going <laughs> to right, be back. You're right. And we got the best players money can buy. <laughs> I, and and to, to hold that thought, I expected Archie Manning to be on one of your four people at your table, but I didn't know. He don't, he don't intrigue me that much. I thought, well. And, uh, okay, my, my lead, my guy that's going to open up this this show, get everybody warmed up, would almost be somebody that I probably would have wanted to invite to my dinner party. But uh, Jim Croce. Oh, my dad would have loved him at your dinner party. Yeah, he's he, a big Jim Croce fan. Um, and that's why I was thinking he needs to be, you know, on the intimate level. And we might just kind of change venues. We might have him. Oh, we can do that. Everybody, and everybody, then, go over to, <laughs> to the stadium next. We're going to see Jim here, and then he's going to get done, and then we're all going to go migrate over here because. 
uh, Jim's going to open it up, and he's going to play, you know, him and he can even bring Marty Muehausen back, his guitar player, and they can just sit there and play, and I can just be entranced by it. Time of the bottle. Second. Leonard Skinner, circa 1974. Yeah. Specifically. You got Ronnie Van Zant. You got Ooh. Ed King. Ooh. You got Bob Burns still on the drums. I knew me and you'd be thinking the same path. Yeah. Oh. That specific time period because they hit it the big in 73 with their first album. Well, 74, they'd already had the momentum and had their second album, which... One of the songs we may be using is going to be on that album, but because then at that point in time you, you wouldn't have um, they would just be two albums in, but they would be like, in my opinion, peak Leonard Skinner. And see, I have, of course, I've because seen. that was before they they still they had the yeah. three guitar attack before they Ed King quit and they went back nineteen seventy five they just had two guitars and then Steve Gaines came in in seventy six. And then, of course, plane crash in 77. So, But it's 1974. So it's Freebird around here then? Yes. Freebird's so, on the first album. See, here's, here's, I went to see the, new, the What's Left of Leonard Skinner mm-hmm. and ZZ Top and Tupelo. Leonard Skinner opened. And I'm like, How, and the, do you follow up Freebird? You, you can't do it. I mean, people would get up leaving when Freebird went off. Yeah. They didn't stay around for ZZ Top. <laughs> That'd be hard. I like it. I mean, I love ZZ Top, but I mean, if you've it just, I mean, you're on this, you're here from Freebird, and as much as I absolutely love, you know, waiting for the bus, which is probably what they kick off with, yeah. it would it would be here. It's it's sort of like it's sort of like wrestling when they have a a match. It just is awesome. Yeah, the match that follows it. Here we go. It's not going to be that great. I mean, it's not going to get the reaction that it should. That's why you don't put two. Great to great, great to great matches back to back. You put something in the middle right. where people can go to the bathroom. Yeah, well they can come back down. So like, you just give them a long intermission. Right. Okay. We go ahead and start doing like the floors on fire. We're gonna be, and that's like wrestling. <laughs> yeah, the floors. Hey, on fire. you can't relate everything to wrestling. There's something wrong with you. Yeah. The uh, but yeah, Jim Croce. And of course, he died in not, like 1973. Yeah. So yep. we get him from there. We're going to pick up with Skinner in 1974. Specifically. And to close it out in your big, gigantic arena, and we're probably going to be on the same page here, Led Zeppelin. Yes. Oh, my God. You got it. I mean, that's the only way you can follow up Freebird Stairway to Heaven. Yeah. I mean, because I thought about that. I'm like, well, I, what I want Skinner on there. And then I thought about like Stevie Ray, and I was like, uh, and then I, I thought maybe putting Blackberry Smoke in there because, just because I love them, and but I've seen. But them. you can see them though. Yeah, I've that's seen the them problem. Six times. You, you can see them. Right. That, that's the and problem. And it's, um, yeah, I didn't even realize that all three of the ones that I picked are. You can't see them. You can't see them. You cannot see them. That uh, that's yeah. that's my list. Yeah. You can't see them. That's kind of the same way with yours too, though. Except Tenacious D. Yeah. They still do stuff here and there, you know. No, I mean. They're still a band. They're not broken yeah. up or nothing, but it's just two guys. <laughs> but yeah, Led Zeppelin probably. I'm gonna say probably like 1973, Led Zeppelin too, uh, just because they were at. That was right after Led Zeppelin four, and they were at you know, 
they were rock hard <laughs> at that point in time. I mean, it's been a long time since I rock and roll. But yeah, that's it. Jim Croce, just to kind of mellow it out and get things started. And then Skinner Led Zeppelin. So I guess you're my spirit animal. So it's mine, got a good taste of music. Okay, I'm going I'm <laughs> to talk about mine, but I'm going to throw you a curveball. Okay. Addendum to my question. So, and you may you may keep yours the same. Your same. But... But we got, last minute, we've got a little extra time. So we're going to add somebody to the very first of it. Mm. But they can only come out acoustic. <laughs> and they only can play four or five songs. Who is it and what songs do you pick? It can be any song, it can be a cover, or it can be an original. Now, here's my list. Jimi Hendrix opens up for me. Okay. Not acoustic. He's the no, he's, he's, the, he's the guy. He's the okay, let me, let, let me back up. I'll do my full list. Yeah, gotcha. Hank Williams Jr. is going to open up for me acoustic, and he is going to play Dinosaur, The Blues Man, A Country Boy Can't Survive, Family Traditions, and Outlaw Women. That's what he's going to close play. with. Outlaw Women. He's going to close with Outlaw Women. Then we're going to let Jimmy come out and take over, <laughs> and he's going to play. He's going to bring the acid after he, everybody that got drunk on whiskey. When I he, he's going to bring us up a notch. And then mm-hmm. and then I'm, I was like you. I had Skinner. Uh, yeah. the, the, I had the original Skinner, what I call the original lineup. You know, I've never seen them. Yeah. I've seen Skinner, but I haven't seen Skinner. Yeah. You know what I mean? Capital S, Skinner. Yes. Yeah. And then Led Zeppelin. I mean, how could you not say Led Zeppelin? Wow. You know. Y'all going to pick the same, about the same. <laughs> I mean, I, I wouldn't. I, this is the thing where I. And this is in our lodge. I wouldn't yeah, mind you. I, I wasn't going to try to pick something different because I thought somebody else would. But I will add somebody since that since that's the case. I, I would have would have loved to see Prince. I, I figured he would be on your list. Um, I would have loved to see Prince, but I can't. I can't. I take mean, take him away. From you. Add him in. Jimmy or Prince? Which one are you going to see? Right. You going to see Jimmy? Because not a lot of people got to see Jimmy in the first place. Right. Because he wasn't around long. Mm-hmm. Talk about that candle burning fast. And we're still talking about him. What is, uh, what's the song by, if, uh, by, uh, oh, not Bad Company, but, uh, oh, Foreign. Uh, Shooting Star. Oh, that's, uh, that's Bad Company. It is Bad Company. Yeah. Don't you know you are shooting star? You know, that was written about Don't pretty much talking about Elvis. He burned out the same way, burned out fast. Yeah. But Jimmy burned out real fast. Okay. Now that you're you're a little addendum, I've got I've got mine. I don't. See Jim Croce would have been perfect for what for what my yeah. my my addendum. Alright. But I never heard I've never it's heard It's gotta be acoustic, right? I never heard Hank Winnett do it acoustic. It doesn't have to be somebody you can't see. No, it can no. be anybody. Mine would be Tom Petty, and he's gonna play. Um, don't do me like that. You don't know how it feels. Mm. Won't back down. Is he gonna use? Is he gonna do that in last? Won't back down. 
No, I got one. <laughs> and like, yes. laugh. Uh, <laughs> yes. Free falling. No, okay. Well, we're going to swap that up. He will do, you don't know how it feels, last. Mm. He's going to kick off with, uh, don't do me like that. Then go into, you wreck me. Oh, yeah. Then, um, what did I say? Uh, <clears throat> free falling, won't back down. You don't know how it feels. Because he, he's got to end with the, you don't know how to feel. Okay, I mean, I'm not gonna even throw even the waiting too. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you another one. When he gets done with all those, he gets to throw you a surprise. <laughs> and Stevie Nicks comes out and starts do Don't stop dragging my heart around. <laughs> okay. Hey, it's at our lives. We can do whatever the heck we want to do. Just bring her in for that song and, and that's get, her, it. get her back out of there. That's it. Um. <laughs> I'm not going to list songs, but I'd probably just say acoustic bass. I don't want to go nowadays because all mine are uh, probably Billy Strings. I'd love to hear Billy. Haven't seen him live. Loved, would love to listen to his, all his albums. Uh, I'd love to see him live. I've seen Eric Church do a whole concert live, uh, acoustic. It was pretty pretty awesome. Well, I can tell you this. Billy Strings can do some stuff with an acoustic that you expect on an electric. 20 young gears from some dust in a baggie. Yeah. And you know I like that one. I, I, that was not even one of my favorites anymore by him. But his latest album, work, that home, well, she's coming out with these kind of new ones, a uh, new couple songs. But that home album, he's really trip kind of psychedelic. He kind of reminds me if you had a, like a an acoustic Jimi Hendrix. He's got that trippy acid kind of well, melded mind. Speaking of that, uh, we went and saw the Experience Hendrix tour. Yeah. When is it in Nashville? If you ever get a chance to go see that, <clears> I would. But uh, there's one person that's always on that tour that will not be on it anymore because he can't sing anymore. Did you know Johnny Lane can't sing anymore? Really? Yes, yeah, so he stopped touring. He's not going. Something that. happened to his throat. He can't sing. But he is, all these guitar guitarists that was on stage that night, I mean, you had the Satriani, you had uh, Buddy Guy was up there, you had Robert Randolph was up there, the Slide Brothers was up there. You had uh, Tom Hamilton and Joey Kramer from Aerosmith up there. You had Kenny Wayne Shepherd up there that closed the show out with Voodoo Child. Johnny Lang stole the show with acoustic version of All on the Watchtower. I've never been able to find it where you can listen to it. But, yeah, he stole the show with the acoustic <clears throat> version of that. And talk about somebody can beat up a, a guitar acoustic. Johnny Lang is just bad. Yeah, he can't, he can't sing anymore. Yeah. Is it my turn? Yeah. Question? Sure. Okay. All right. I'd actually found a couple that I didn't send to y'all that I'm going to save. But I, I'm going to go with this one. How do you think the world would be different if Kennedy had not been assassinated? Okay. And see, I, I pulled this from the would you go back in time and kill baby Hitler? Yeah. Yeah, me and you talked about that. Yeah. And um, then I, but I thought, because, we'll carry on, and then I'll, I'll, I'll just, bring in well, my thoughts. So your two questions already is stuff I've thought about before. Mm -hmm. 
I, I don't. I ain't even thought about it now. So I'm just kidding. <laughs> so so first thing is, I know that story. I'll go first. What about Vietnam? Yes. He'd have yeah. pulled us out of Vietnam. That, that was happening. That's the reason why he was assassinated. Yeah. The high, the money people in Texas and L, L, LBJ yeah. had him taken out. To, to See, I've listened to the last podcast us, now, yeah, and I'm wondering if it ain't to yeah. keep us in the war. Yeah, but that, right. that's why you know he's going to get us out of the war. Also, I believe that the civil rights movement would happen a lot faster mm-hmm. with him in office than it did LBJ. Um, even though it happened with LBJ, I think he'd have, he'd have spurred on faster. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, we don't have LBJ become president. Do we? Is he even a vice president the next time? Right. Does he kick him out? Because they didn't get along. Because at one time, this is a story that that uh, they was having some kind of big meeting or something like that. And uh, LBJ asked Kennedy, he said, well, what can I do? He said, light bulb's out in that closet. Why don't you go change it? <laughs> you hear the stories about how LBJ become president. Yeah. Pretty much sworn in pretty fast. And, 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 and Well, what was it, an hour later? And Miss Kennedy yes. always thought yes. that, that Johnson had something to do with well, it. Well, she was she, there. She still had... They made her yeah. go, yeah. or he made her go, or yeah. whatever. She still had all of the wearing the clothes. That, yeah, with the blood and the brains the, yeah. and everything on it. So then do we have a JFK versus Nixon 1964? Do we have a repeat of the 60 election? Probably. Well, the election was actually stolen from, from Nixon in Chicago. If it wasn't for Illinois, Nixon's president. Yeah. And it was stolen. Kennedy called whoever it was in Chicago. I can't remember who was running town at that time and said, I need I need you. And he delivered the state for him. Well, deli- delivered the city. He got the city, he got the state. Like, that won the election. Votes or how? Yeah. yeah. Bought votes. Yeah. 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 And, See, then, and then if, 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 say, the civil rights movement moves a lot faster... Is uh, Martin Luther King still alive? And does Robert Kennedy become president? Because he don't get shot and killed. Yeah. Because that assassination started a trend of killing famous people. See, and this is where I was going with my 1970s thing. If you have Kennedy, and they they made mention of this kind of on on the last podcast. If you still have Kennedy for the next, you know, from 64 to 68. Yeah. You don't go to Vietnam. Mm-mm. Vietnam is, is not even a not even a nothing. Here's a bad thing. You don't go to Vietnam. You probably don't have Jimi Hendrix. You don't have CCR. You don't have all those protest songs that made all these bands famous. So your music scene in the 1970s is completely different. Oh, sorry. Or would or would the assassination happen anyway? Because the people, that was my the next people that want him assassinated <clears throat> would have found another Vietnam to go into, right? And would have started another war, yeah. And they took him out to get to it, yeah. Still, anyway, right? I mean, if you, you can know, go back, if you can go back and stop the bullet, but does it go ahead and happen anyway? Right, and see, that's what I was gonna, what I was bringing in the the would you go back and kill baby Hitler thing, like me and you were talking about. Yeah. Okay, say you do. But who who does it this time? Was is it? Yeah. Does Stalin become the next Hitler? 
does, does Mussolini do it? Mussolini? Does it move on into that, you know? Or is there... Or, is there an actual, even a World War Two in the 1940s? Does it... You stay in a depression until... But... but but to, Vietnam. But taking Hitler out is, is not stopping the problem. The problem that caused Hitler was the Treaty of Versailles to start with. Mm-hmm. So you still would have had that treaty. There could have been another guy that come up that had that all you had to do is have the person who has the charisma. Yeah. So what you're, say, what you're saying is we gotta equip my gamer tag baby crusher and just gotta go stomping some babies out. <laughs> the whole lot of them. <laughs> baby, baby crusher sixty nine. <laughs> But I've I've thought about that, too, because it's kind of like the butterfly effect thing. You go back and, you you know, and it affects the way it runs. And if you've run, uh, I've read uh, Stephen King's uh, 11-22-63. Have you watched that show or watched it? But that's basically the thing. The the, the guy finds a, basically a time portal Mm -hmm. and able to go back in time to the same date at the same time in this place and you know he said that I've gone in there he said I've stayed two years I've gone in there and I've stayed two minutes come back and it's always he said it's always five minutes here every time and um, so you can go and that's what he does he goes in and he's taking notes and goes down to Dallas and you know George DeMoran Shield and uh, Lee Harvey and all that he gets involved with all that to stop the Kennedy assassination well he does and then he comes back out and the world is just a horrible place. I've seen something, maybe it's a book or something, alternate history or something written, that a guy did like you said, went back, did everything, come back, and nothing changed because the guy assassinated Houston. It still well, happened. See, Even though you did everything you could to stop it, it was still fate that he gets assassinated. Right. So and it don't matter. It don't matter where it is. It just matters that it's going to happen. Right. And that's anyway. like yeah. one thing that he has in that book that I I really liked was that the closer he gets to changing something that was supposed to happen or that has a great effect on somebody or something, the harder the past starts working against him. Not to change it. It wasn't a t- it, it was a TV show. It was a show on NBC. Uh, the time travel show. Oh. Um, timeless. T- timeless. Timeless. Yeah. They went and stopped the assassination, and they come back, and they was expecting him to still be president. But no, it just right down the road in Houston, he got shot and killed. Yeah. Still, it still happened. Yeah. So, so even though you might stop it, it's just a wrinkle in time. Yeah, it exactly. doesn't, really, it doesn't well, change anything. Evil begets evil, right? So, I mean, you'd have to go back to the you know, all the way back. There's no. Oh, we could talk for three hours on yeah, the Kennedy assassination. Oh yeah. That was yeah. just one thing that popped into my mind because I, I was thinking about the baby killer go back and kill baby Hitler if you if you could or would or. I whatever. figured you picked that because you were pretty recent on the podcast. Yeah. Too. Yeah, that's okay. Go ahead. Sorry. All right. Button, right? Yep. Yes. All right. So my number two, and this one's pretty basic, but it was one that I was thinking of. So if you could author 
direct whatever one horror movie. I like this question. That is too. This is one I thought of. But so you could author direct one horror movie. What would the villain and or creature, whatever, what what is the 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 evil thing in your horror movie? What is it? And what does it do? Like, what is it? So you know, this is a variation of the super superpower question. Mm-hmm. If you could have any superpower, what would it be? Mm-hmm. Um, <coughs> this kind of is like that because you're talking about some kind of creature that has some kind of power or ability that's supernatural. Is the way I look at it. Mm-hmm. Um, so mine, and I don't know. There's there's some ancient creatures. Some mythical creatures they talk about that can do this. They even say Sasquatch can do it. Uh, but but there's some other Indian legends that talked about shapeshifters and cloak, where you can cloak yourself. Uh huh. Or you can shapeshift. Uh huh. That's scary. Yeah. So what are you? Are you Skinwalker. Describe. Okay. So the, that's the, what you're the villain or the bad guy, whoever's the horror person, is going to be right. a shapeshifter. Okay. We can take on any. Visage you can, okay. But there's always going to be something that you can catch that tells you it's not. It's like the thing. Yeah. There's going to be a little tail that you, that you can find. Little. Yeah. Okay. I like that. So, what's its weakness? Does it have a weakness? I know we probably oh, I didn't ask for that ahead of time, but you know, kryptonite. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> salt. Yeah, salt. Okay. Okay. Something happens sometime, and uh, <coughs> some salt gets spilled, and it gets on it, and it, it turns like it. it turns into it turns into what it's actual yeah. looks like. I like it. It's simple, yeah. easy to understand. I like it because it's very science with the water. Yeah, yeah. You know, you that's just it could be. I was going to say that's a very generic thing that's in every household that you could mm-hmm. you utilize to. You know, it's just something that can can take the take the form of anything. You know, if it not if it takes you out, it's gonna be you. Sort of like think yeah, the thing. Right. You know, or it could be a cat walking around. Right. Just whatever, whatever it needs to mm-hmm. be in that situation yeah. to get it out of out of trouble or cause trouble or whatever. You know. Okay. Whatever it is. That's that's a good okay. All right, man. Okay, just for just for straightforward. Mm-hmm. Something that I know that would unnerve me mm-hmm. a sadistic human okay or a scary doll <laughs> I didn't know if you that would was go, just funny I didn't know if you would go fear to your own fear because you don't have to impart your own fear in this right no okay. but my my the your own mind there's some movies like that as in yeah descent into your own mind Kind of like almost like, like like a Truman Show of your own mind. Well, and, more and like to be fair, Truman Show in a reality would be unbelievably terrifying. Oh, it would be. Yeah, and it it's what be. we're living right now. <laughs> See, we're getting there. But it, as as good, that's an amazing show. I, I've talked about it before, and I really love that show. But in a horror sense, that could be spun off into be to be. So made the horror movie a, happens in your own mind, and you don't realize it. Well, no. As in the villain being yourself, in a sense, you mean your mind. Nightcrawler, <laughs> kinda. 
No, well, no, I'm thinking more like almost as if, just say you're in a in a. I guess I'm. Or just say up. you're you just say like this. You you walk outside. It's dark. Your mind automatically thinks, "What if there's a Sasquatch in the bushes?" Right. The Sasquatch appears. So you are you are basically you are able to. You you are able you're able, able to, to mat- materialize. You, you your yes. So you, yeah. It's oh, almost it's almost got, like it's almost like kind of twist to it. It's Not almost exactly, like it. Yeah. It takes the form. It's a so, shape shifter of your grade of what you fear the most because it feeds off the fear. But this is, in turn, it's like you would have to find a way to de- defeat. So you have to shut your own mind off. Yeah. To yeah. be able to defeat your monster. Right. Yeah. I like that. And it also has, you can use aspects of, uh, oh, what was the one uh, DiCaprio movie where they were going to a Inception? Dream. Yeah, mind-altering kind of portions of that. And it would it might end up being having to be something like it. You'd have to have somebody go in. But it's but that's what I was thinking. It's like almost, so what if, what if the thoughts that you think, the bad thoughts, you know, like, okay, I just need to get out of my own head. But you can't because it's well, if it, but you think right. that and it it it, it happens like yeah. so well you know because it's like or that's pretty good or if you're riding down the road well, well man what if I had a wreck right here boom yeah you know, so the only one, the thing. only way for you to get any peace is to have a lobotomy yeah, right yeah I mean yeah, yeah. I mean that's because that, when I thought about that nothing. I was like your own mind because and that, that's and your then, mind at, is at the, the end of the movie you had your lobotomy and you see drool coming out your mouth but you have a smile on your face <laughs> yeah because you're not having the problem anymore yeah. you're, you're at peace. But but during your lobotomy, you 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 like what if they grab that thing too far in my face and then you're dead because <laughs> it, it happens right. Yeah, um, that's good. I like that. Uh, mine mine was not too far off. That's why I was laughing when you were describing yours, uh, the shapeshifter kind of idea. Uh, but I think of it more like everyday objects, not not a person. The, I've, I've described even it, inanimate objects, especially inanimate objects. I'm thinking like. Uh, a chair. Well, yeah, but let's think of it like this. Think of a very wasn't a good great movie. I love it, but it wasn't a great movie. Maximum. Ah, you was just thinking. So the same think thing. think of that made nowadays, and not where some big theory that the uh, star come by and this. No, that think of like Terminator Two, where he could morph and form into things. So you're talking about Transformers. Not not really Transformers so because I know. I, no. So you're gonna be the you're gonna be the Green Goblin truck, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but I think if you did something like it, I wasn't planning it on Max Motor Drive, but if you did something like that, where inanimate objects could kill you, but had the ability to shape shift into any like this creature could shape shift into any object, so you didn't know what object in a room he was when you entered that room, or you went about your day to day life. It, so he could be that lamp in the corner, yes, and just stab me in the back of the neck, or crush me if I'm in my car, like. The car crushes you. Cr- crushes itself in to kill me. Like, it causes noxious gas to come out of your air conditioner. Right, mask. right, exactly. Um, or just locks the door and never lets you out. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. But <laughs> it's, it's that same... Uh, so, the most mundane, the, the th- so the most mundane things in the world is what could kill you. Yeah. <laughs> the washing machine! <laughs> my... my, my uh, my set, my second thought I had was something to do with a child. 
Oof, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. The children are all, I mean, that's <laughs> creepy. <laughs> The, the youth minister who's <laughs> able <laughs> to kick children get away from me <laughs> you know, children, children of the corn that was your legs and he's yeah. the youth minister because it's keep your friends close but your enemies closer <laughs> wait wait put those dang children <laughs> like I said before there's nothing minister about what I am <laughs> I'm a youth leader yeah. <laughs> I'm a leader of youth yeah. listen up you knuckleheads <laughs> that's exactly right Alright, that's that's But I thought about that one because that's what that was my that's, mind that, I, was I, like, I really like I really like your idea. To me, like when you think about the thing, that to me is a terrifying you yeah, watch. But there's always something you could catch with him that you could tell, like, is it the real one or not? Right. Right. You couldn't really remember. Yeah. And there's there's that's always gonna be there's always like, gonna be something can I, can I throw a an extra question well, in yeah, right here? Okay. Alright. Since we're on that. Yeah. I found this one, and I liked it. Okay. If someone you loved was killed in front of you, mm-hmm. but someone created a copy of them that was perfect right down to the atomic level, would they be the same person, and would you love them just as much? Do I know So, so when the... Do I yes. know? I okay, do you know this. Yes. Thing. No. It, because I wouldn't let myself, I would know it. If mm-hmm. I knew it, it doesn't matter. Whatever. So that's my you're opinion. bringing them back at the same point when they were killed. Exactly. Yeah, that's kind of what I got. Same memories, me. everything. Yes. Perfect. Selfish, selfishly, you'd want to say yes. Bring them back. Right. They, okay. That's, you're that, going kind of. That's the selfish part of it. But you would always know. That's not the true person. I, that, I would, that's so. The, would like, you, if I know it, so would right. you? So deep down, you you wouldn't see that person the same as you did the person you saw get killed in front of you. Right. You'd never. Like, that's what he said. Right. If you saw it and you knew it, then you would know. But that but it's, the problem is, is you're going to be thinking you've just lost this person. That's it's and gonna, somebody gives you the ability to bring them back, like Pet Cemetery. Mm-hmm. You're going to bring them back. Yeah, because you're you're the the, the state of mind you're exactly. in. But then when you get down the road and you get to thinking about it, it it's would not, eat, it would eat at the back of your brain. Yes, that this this is a clone. This, this is, is yes, not the real thing. Exactly. Mm-hmm. There's no way I would. Because now if I, I didn't know it, that's a whole different story. Right. You couldn't even not know that they died. Yeah. Right. Right. You would never know the difference. But right. then I wonder though, because our our minds and our spirits or souls and all that have such a tie we're, we're such spiritual beings that I wonder well if you're a believer our, if you're a believer that person wouldn't have a soul and you would tell a difference yeah. eventually see that's where I was going like would you do I, I still think that there would be a way that you could you could kind of tell that yeah. like with the whole shapeshifter thing something's just not quite right even though it's down to the to the atomic said, level, like a perfect replica. Level, but yeah. And because at the end of the day, it's still a replica yeah. of that person, and it would be, it'd be tough. Because I mean, I, I automatically think about Jana, if, yeah. because I, but it all that, comes down to do I know us. Right. The first thing I say is, if if I know about it, I'm gonna have it in my head 
you may have it in your head forever. You know, you may never let be able to let that go. Somebody may maybe may be able to let that go and move on, and just like it's nothing else, that wouldn't be. I, I would believe that the essence of that person would be gone forever, and that wouldn't be the same. Yeah, it'd be like multiplicity. It'd be a cheap copy of the original. Yeah, yeah, and they would be something different. You'd eventually see something different. It would lose a little. But bit. It, but in your state of grief, yeah, that, you would you would take it. Yeah. But then down the line, you'd regret that you did it. Yeah. yeah. It might even take the thing out yourself. <laughs> I just wanted to throw that out there since we were talking about shape shifting. It made me think of that. All winter tied to this freaking. <laughs> okay, so now I've got one. Oh, by the way, MXC, uh-huh. most extremely. Yeah, is it on? It's on Prime. Okay. Or Hulu. It's on one of the streaming services. Yeah. I found it. I was like, okay. I meant, oh, I was like, I'm going to tell you. Okay. So, I haven't so, watched it yet. So my third question is one that I have thought about. Me and Kelly, I asked her this question during Christmas. There's a song come on. And this is one you didn't send to us, right? This is one I didn't send okay. to you. I okay. think you'll be able to do it, though. Yeah. Um, when do you actually think Mary knew what her baby boy was? When did she realize? Because, and I'll give you what I think, and then I'll give you all time to think about what it is. But how many times does something happen and it's, the Bible says that Mary pondered it in her heart? She thought about what had happened. Was it when he turned the water into wine? Was that something special? When he did this or was it actually when he was on the cross? That's when I thought. Or was it when the tomb was empty? I, th- I think that's... I, think that's I don't think I mean. a lot of people realize what was going on until mm-hmm. the cross and the tomb. Well, even the disciples. Right. I mean... Right. Uh, and, and that's what I've thought. And it seems like I've had this conversation or maybe somebody preached on it just recently. And it made me think kind of that. It's funny you bring it up because I've, I've had that. That's crossed my mind. You know, even even the even the uh, soldiers at the cross, I looked up, surely this is the Son of God. Yeah. They knew it then. Yeah. They, but but when did when did Mary really know that that her son was God on earth? I'm I'm gonna say that at the tomb. That's I mean that's where I'm thinking. I mean, big great question to ask her when we all get there. But you know you hear the song at Christmas. Mm-hmm. Did you know your baby boy? Yeah. Would uh, heal the blind, walk on water. Yeah. What do you think? Do all this? I think it was at the tomb. Maybe may possibly the crucifixion. Yeah. I, I, I think there's something that happened at the crucifixion I, that was so powerful that you knew it. Mm-hmm. There was well, something that, when the when the, when you know the 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 temple the temple earth bell shattered, the earth shook. The earth shook. It the was it was, was something. I mean, it gives me chills just thinking about yeah. it. You but know, it, it, was, it was something mm-hmm. supernatural happened. That's when I would say that 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 all of them all of them knew. You know, my father-in-law. They got into watching this guy uh, if it was on YouTube or something, but he was looking for the Ark of the Covenant. It's a modern day guy. What's an Oak Island? And uh, <laughs> but uh, my father-in-law come and he said he watched this guy and he said, you know, he said what I think and he said, of course this is just all. He said just my thinking. He said, but it makes a little bit of sense in my head. He said that that Ark of the Covenant was 
basically the the laws. Mm-hmm. And he said, you know, with with Jesus, he was the new covenant. And by him going to the cross and sacrifice for our sins, he made that covenant with us. He said, I like to believe now that I, he said, nobody knows where the Ark of the Covenant is. He said, he said, part of me likes to think that it was in that ground under Golgotha. He said, and when his blood fell, it went and the, and the, the earth shook and cracked open. He said that it, his blood fell and ran down and hit that Ark under there. He said, and the blood of the lamb hit the mercy seat and the covenant was sealed. He said, that has nothing to do. He said, you know, God can make the covenant anyway. He said, yeah. but my mind just likes to think that way. Yeah. But that's a, one of those things, like you're talking about, has a powerful, um, obviously, the earth shook, the, the the veil in the temple ripped from bottom to top, was bottom, yeah, bottom to top, signifying that. Because I think if, if, a, if a centurion soldier at the cross that probably had no belief in Jesus, had no had no interaction with Jesus before that time on the cross. Maybe he was there at the beating. Maybe he was there and he drug the cross up the hill or tried to drive the mm-hmm. cross up the hill. I mean, he couldn't carry it. Uh, maybe he heard the conversation he had with the two thieves on the cross. Uh, one of them knew. Mm-hmm. One of them admitted it there on the cross. Um, I find it hard to believe that anybody that had been around Jesus at that point, if they didn't know what he was trying to tell them, because their minds couldn't wrap around what he was well, saying. And he's been saying it. Yes. I've been, I'm sent to yes. earth to die. Right. Hey, everybody, I'm going to be betrayed. It's going to happen. And then you're, you're just saying, well, he, you know. In he three might, days, I'm going to come back. I, yeah. Well, he, he's, you, you, can't, you can't grasp the reality of it going happening until it happens. Right. And then, and then it's there and you're like, and you're taken back immediately by that, the earth shaking and the, that supernatural feeling of what just happened as he died there, that there's no doubt. There just had to be no doubt at that point. Well, like, like you said, he's been telling yeah. them for three years. And, I mean, you got to th- think of it like now. If you had somebody that's prophesying, you've got these people that said the minds... Mm-hmm. The calendar's going to do this, it's going to do this, it's going to do this, and it doesn't happen, and you go on about your life. That ain't what happened with Jesus. Right. When Jesus said it was going to happen, and you've been hearing it, whether you believed him or not, you've been hearing it, because all these Romans didn't believe what, that what he said was going to come to fruition, and bam, there it is. What was it, December 21st, 2012? Was that, wasn't that the calendar run mm-hmm. out? Yeah. So if something would have happened yeah. then, right. it would have been like, ooh. Right. Right. And that's what all these prophet, prophesizers are wanting to happen. But there's they, only one prophecy's ever come true. You're right. It was on, it was on Galgotha. Yes. On that Friday. Yes. And a and, whole host of them came true because yeah. of yes. because of him. Yeah. And it like I had Peter on my list for my dinner party. Take Peter. He'd been hearing from Jesus. Been living with Jesus yeah. by his side for three years, mm-hmm. hearing him, Son of Man will be betrayed. He will be beaten. He will be uh, <clears throat> sacrificed. He will be led like a lamb to the slaughter. Mm-hmm. But all the way up until right to, I mean, even in the garden, Peter stepped in and cut the dude's ear off 
And he stopped and he said, look, this is what has to happen. This is what I've been saying. Mm-hmm. But they fought it the whole way, the whole way. And even he denied him three times. He said, you're, Peter, you'll deny me three times. No, never, not no, me, Lord. Do I don't do it. Three times, rooster crowed, boom. And he wept bitterly and he hid. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I, he wasn't I, there at the cross, I don't think. Well, see, that's... If he wasn't, maybe been watching from afar. Well, that's the way Mel Gibson portrayed it on, you know, Passion of the Christ. Right. He he was seeing it from. You, to interject there, you know what? That Mel Gibson's in that scene, right? Yeah, he's the hands. He played the only role he knew how to play. He nailed Jesus to cross. Yep. That's what he said. Yep. That's, yeah. That's, that's exactly what he said. That's awesome. It, it, I was uh, I played the only role I knew how to play. Right. I nailed him to cross. Like him or not, I mean, whatever you think about Mel Gibson. Right. Yeah. It was a powerful movie. Yes, sir. I mean, well made powerful movie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know it wouldn't get made now. Oh no. You know, and that was just fifteen years ago? It might get made and never be seen. Right. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, y'all have y'all seen The Chosen? I haven't watched it yet. I've been mm-hmm. heard about it. Lindsay's uh Lindsay's brother Bobby and uh his daughter uh Annabella went to be his extras. In the shooting of the, uh, uh, which scene were they going? Lindsay could tell you which scene they were going to be in, but they went down to and shot that this past week. Where's where's that at? It's in Greenwood. Um, Some of it being shot in Greenwood this week. No, they had to go to like Texas. Okay. I think is what she said. Texas was. There was some movie that's being shot in Greenwood, and they were needing people of a certain size. Yeah. He said there was... And waist size. He I, said, fit the way, I, fit, I fit it, I, whatever the size yeah. was. I don't know if this was like the feeding of the five of the 5,000 or what, but they had said there was a lot of people there, which was outside. Maybe 5,000 people plus. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can make it look like 5,000 5, men. Because only count the men. Women and children. Right. Only count the men. Right. Yeah, we're doing a study in Genesis right now. Yeah. Wednesday nights. Yeah. Get pretty deep. You get in the first three or four chapters of Genesis... There's a lot more questions than answers. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You can go down some rabbit holes fast. Yeah. yeah. And you got to be careful. I was talking with Dusty yeah. about this, what you say around kids. Mm-hmm. Because you want them to learn what the Bible says. Right. You don't want them to question what it... What it yeah, you don't want them to question what it says. At, at least at this point in their life. Right. To, to right. ask the wrong question. You want them to be... This is actually what happened, and then the question may come in down the road. Well, what does this mean? Yeah. And let them find it on their own mm-hmm. uh, instead of you trying to tell them. Well, because, yeah, each person must work out, work out his own well, salvation. What is, what is the mark of Cain? You know, what is the mark of Cain? They don't nobody know what the mark of Cain was. Right. It never says what it is. This conjecture about what it is: if a dog, his horn come out of his come out of his head. Some people believe he's turned black. I don't personally believe that, but yeah. you know, or or it was just something—a letter of something that was on his forehead that people knew. Don't touch him. Leave him alone. That's the simplest answer. Yeah. But people puts all this other kind of stuff into it, which doesn't have a doesn't have <coughs> a a does not matter in the long term scheme of things about the story. Right. It's just a question: What were the giants? The Bible says there was a lot, there were giants. Yes. Who were they? How did they come to being? Who were the sons? Of, who was the sons of God and the and the daughters of men? Who was that? 
Where'd, but that's, Kane, where'd Kane's wife come from? That was his sister. Had to be. I remember that was when we were tired. I had to study one But day. see, that's stuff that you don't talk about with kids. You don't you mm-hmm. don't get into that conversation. You have to know what you believe before you can yes. get in those questions. You have to know that the questions already are answered, that you don't necessarily have to know the answer to those questions. There is conjecture, and what thoughts you may have about it doesn't change how you believe about it. Right. But That's if you, filler. But if you put that in to start with, you're changing what the belief is and what the story well, you're, is. Well, you're, 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 you're shifting the focus. Right. And the focus is not on that, you know. And that's good stuff. Oh, is it my deep. turn? Oh, it's deep. Um, yeah. Okay. All right, man, this is one that I stole from Sean. This is a good one. Even though I say so myself. What do you think would have happened in the motion picture world had the COVID-19 pandemic hit in 19 instead of 2020? No end game. That was that my was que- we That was the about. original question. That was the original question. Yes. What would have happened with end game if the pandemic happens April or March, March. of two thousand nineteen and not two thousand twenty? What does that do to everything set in that universe? Yeah. And and my focus was that one movie. Right. But it also would have affected your Star, Star Wars, Wars movies. Yes. Uh it would have you would not have a, you would not have had a Captain Marvel that come out before Captain that come out before Endgame. You might have got Captain Marvel. You might have got, but you wouldn't have got Endgame. You wouldn't have gotten Spider Man. You wouldn't have gotten Star Wars or uh, the last Star and Wars. And we're still not getting Black Widow because yeah. of it. Right. Are we still not getting Top Gun two because of it? Right. Uh, a Quiet Place two. Ain't worried about Top Gun two. They hippies. <laughs> Well, I, I, I mean, it, I mean they're going to ruin it. That's what I'm saying. It's, I don't think it's going to be like the first. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. There's no way it could be. Well, but you know what I mean. Yeah. They're, they're and this is just complete conjecture right here. It's like you know, what do you think? It's what do you think? Yeah. I mean, you don't know for sure, but yeah. Well, we kind of have an idea because, like I said, some of those movies have been set back. We have seen an instance where one of the movies was released in the theater and on HBO Max and didn't do squat. Well, right. but. I don't know if it was because of the of the issue, or because the movie just wasn't good. The Mandalorian, Wonder Woman, eighty four. That's a, that's the thing. That would did, would Disney have led with the end game on Disney Plus instead of Mandalorian? Right. Does it push Mandalorian back if you do that? Right. You don't get that, and that's what has skyrocketed their sales. Yeah, they led with and Mandalorian. The, Mandalorian. And the bigger question is, will there ever be a movie that makes as much money as Endgame did? Will this have changed the industry so much that there'll never be a movie that big again? I don't think so. I think that's I think that's where that, the, that's, the that's going to be. There. That's the end game. Yeah. That is that that was the end of the movie industry. Yeah, yeah. I think the bucks. Because what there. what movie after Star Wars? What was the, did you see it? Did did it, me and Matt talked about this? I can't remember seeing a movie besides. Uh, Rise of Skywalker. Right, what, yeah, Rise of it? Skywalker. I can't remember seeing another movie after that. Right. So it happened somewhere between December and... We saw that opening weekend in 2019. February, March. Uh, I can't think of nothing that come out. There yeah. may have been a movie me and Kelly went and saw yeah. that I'm not thinking about. Right. But it wasn't big enough for me to remember it. Right. Offhand. 
Well, now that you say that, I know that I've not been to a movie since then. Gosh, right. I know, right? So I want to go back. Please, please. I mean, Black Widow was coming out right when the pandemic. If they hit. put something out, like Black Widow or whatever, heck, I'm ask up and I'm go. Not, I'm not worried about going. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, yeah. oh, I, I, if. There's just nothing out right That's now. what I'm saying. I actually wanted to go see, and I thought about asking y'all back in June. Was it June? June or July? They had Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. In, uh, it was the 40th anniversary. Yeah. They had it showing at uh, Cinemark. Well, I then, thought about then, going to uh, see that. Didn't Back to the Future come, come out too? Back to the Future, and then um, they had Christmas Vacation over the holidays showing it at uh, Malco. I'd be, I, I want to see, and I guess it's coming out in the theater. If it hadn't already, it may have. I don't know. Uh, King Kong, Godzilla versus Kong, or whatever. Oh, it hadn't yet. I think maybe April. I've enjoyed my my alley, but I've enjoyed the first two movies. Really, they're really good. So I haven't watched the first two. Uh, Skull Island's a great movie. See, I've heard that everybody says that that one's good. I just they're not streaming anywhere that I that I have. And then and then and Godzilla, King of the Monsters, when him and Mothra come together and form the Super Godzilla. Yeah, that's freaking awesome. Yeah. And I'm not even a big Godzilla fan, yeah. uh, but that that was pretty awesome. Um, but yeah, Godzilla. He's not Godzilla. Think about all the people who have lost jobs and lost livings and weight and yeah. houses and stuff because the movie industry is down. Yeah. The big blockbuster. Mm-hmm. You know, Top Gun was set up to be a big blockbuster. Quiet place too. Man. That'd be good. Black Widow. I'm still pumped about that. Put it out there and I'll go see it. No, I'll go see it. I think they'd be surprised at how many people would go. Well, it's it's going to depend on how many theaters will show it. Right. Because you place California and New York's the big places and they're not going to be. That's that's your problem. Yeah. Um, But they're opening back up now. It's okay. Yeah, Biden's got it. With your three masks on. Yeah. (laughs) All right. We good on on that one then? Yeah, we're good. We're good. All right. What I, I said to you, you can list as many as you want. What two human normalities, things we do every day, right, or whenever, that if they weren't considered normal would be weird? And this can be a fun one because yeah. <laughs> there, there's some really good ones out there. Sean, you go first. Uh, one that I come up with is something that's that is not, it's weird to do it, <laughs> but it's become normal, is to alter your body. Yeah. Breast implants, uh-huh. plastic surgery. You can actually change the whole way you look. Yeah. You can become a whole different person right. by altering your body. Right. It's become normal now. Yeah. We've got TV shows about it. Yes. And I, well, just, just think about Nip Tuck, the old TV show. Yeah. That 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 it made it look abnormal, but now it's accepted. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, if some if you don't do it, something's wrong with you. Yeah, a little Botox here. Think about piercing your ears. Yeah, I'm gonna put some holes in these the fatty tissue of my earlobes so that I can hang metal from them. Or <laughs> even better gauge them out. Where they're yeah, huge, you know. <laughs> or you can run the, the loops from the ears to the nose. Yeah, yeah. down yeah. down down. You know, tattoos. Yeah. That's not. No. Agree. But, but altering your body, a tattoo. Altering would, your body. A, a tattoo would would would, suffi- would go yeah, into yeah, that category. Same, yeah, same but thing. yeah, yeah, that. Okay. That's the only one you got. Or 
even now you got sex change. Yeah. To the extreme. Yeah. Which you thought now they're making it accepted. Yeah. You know, we're playing God. Yeah. yeah. I guess I went opposite thought of how he was thinking. I think that I'm thinking like ordinate, like, but that is ordinary. Well, I got some more too. There's more. Okay. Well, but think, or no, no, say the question again. All right. Just so I know we'll that I'm one. on the. Let's just say one. So, what normality or thing that we do that's just mm-hmm. completely normal that if it was not normal would be considered weird? Think of it like. Okay, yeah, yeah. It can be other humans. Think of you can think of it like if I was an alien race looking down on you and you're doing this and I don't understand it. Sex. Oh, oh sex is a big one. Yeah. And using the bathroom. Okay. <laughs> Going boom boom. <laughs> but that's one of those things. But it's like you think, well, I gotta go to the bathroom. Oh, I'm, I'm going to the bathroom. Right. It's it's a normal thing. It's a bodily function. Right. But if like you're talking about and other now animals do that too, right? And then other other creatures besides humans. Mm-hmm. But and and I would garner to say that maybe aliens could do that too. I know uh-huh. it depends. But I could see that. Yeah, that's something that we we do and don't think about. Right? Yeah, it's just. It's Have more you ever right. seen a what you call through a thorax? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a fledging mithril. There you go. <laughs> a fledging, I was listening to that. I was like, what what is it called? I was like, ever. <laughs> Ever witnessed a fledging, a fledgling mithril uh, evacuate his thorax? Yeah. <laughs> yeah but, uh, consider yourself lucky. I, I even I, molting. I, I go like like you did. I saw I, I, this was a question. I found this one online too. Um, but <laughs> drinking water. You don't think about drinking water, but I must consume this liquid. For the rest of my life to continue being. And mm-hmm. we act like... So I it, thought about eating, but yeah. then I thought, well, you know. I saw some guy was saying, he was like, we, I must consume this liquid. It's like, sometimes I just want to exclaim, I've drank water. I've lived. <laughs> I'm living until I get to drink water again. You know, that brings on a different topic where you talk about, people talk about the Big Bang, everything everything coming from primordial soup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. When God created the earth, it was water. Yeah. He divided it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They stole that from God. Yeah. yeah. Water. Water is the giving of life. Right. Right. But on top of that, why we put so much ice in everything we drink? <laughs> frozen water. <laughs> we God. put frozen water in our in our cola. Well, in our tea. Another one. We eat cheese. Let's squeeze. Some juices out of this thing's tits. Like, like, like let's, let, let's, let's let it rot for a couple weeks or months or years, and then let's eat the bacteria ridden. See, well, that's what I that's what flavor. I was thinking about when when you said that. The first thing that came to my my mind was pooping <laughs> and sex. Because I'm like, because because it's like because okay. this is man child movie. Because <laughs> you what you think about it? Yeah, we no. don't think about it. It's right. a normal thing. Yeah. But do you think if you if you pull yourself, you know, out of it, yeah. and you're thinking about it, it's like you're gonna do what? Yeah, you're yeah. gonna put what where? Well, and what Halloween? And for, and for what purpose? Halloween, we go we go around once a year. We dress up like some other stuff. And hey, that's a good one. And, and go go beg for candy from home. <laughs> From a complete stranger. From a complete stranger. Not so much anymore, but yeah. Uh, I, 
<laughs> or, or you ever ask yourself this question like the milk like the milk Mm-hmm. Who thought of that? Who right. was the first person? Well, yeah. I'm going to go grab this thing and squeeze it and get this out. And then I'm going to drink it. <laughs> I'm going to drink it straight from the tap like the calf does. I'll, I'll give you I'm one. I'm going to say it was Adam. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you one that uh, that is probably not going to be common anymore. Blowing out candles on a birthday cake. Yeah. Why do we put candles on a cake? I got another one that I just thought about. But because of COVID, I bet you that changes. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. We won't have candles being blown out because you're blowing your COVID all over at cake. I'm going to tell you, if you ever go to a little kid's birthday party, you don't want to blow You it. don't eat cake. <laughs> no. Well, like my, si- my <laughs> sister. my kid's birthday party. <laughs> my sister gives Carson his own little cupcake or cupcake or whatever. To blow on. To blow his candles out and the other cakes get cut to the end. But for how many years have we ate the same cake exactly. and won't spit all over it? spit all over it. <laughs> and whose mouth is more nasty than anybody alive? It's a kid's mouth. Right. They put everything into it. Mowing the grass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Some people I don't believe in that. Well, y- y- y'all mentioned the whole uh, vegging out kind of thing and just deep thought, that's when I'm mowing. That's the only time I get where I'm like, mundane task. And I get to think about it. So how about this? Why do we work so much in vacation or take it easy so little? Why do we... The animals don't do that. Right. Nine to five. Right. That's an American thing. I'm going to work... The yeah, well, it is. It I'm, is. I'm going to work a nine to five through the the most productive part of my life so I can be non-productive in the least productive part of my life. I mean, yeah. that's, I a, that's an American, that's a, pretty much a strictly American thing because in Europe they still do like, what is it, three months of well, it's vacation. Get, it's getting to be less and less of a thing. Yeah. yeah. But it, that comes back from your 1880s mm-hmm. where if a man don't, if a man don't work, man don't eat. Right. Yeah. Now you ain't, we're gonna pay you fifteen dollars working McDonald's. Yeah, an hour. Another good one is sleeping. Mmm. <laughs> like imagine I fall asleep. This was I read this one, but it was funny. Imagine I fall asleep right here, and I wake up. And you're like, you've never seen anybody sleep. Before. You're like, you're like, <laughs> you're freak out. You you're like, they were dead. What did you just do right there? And I'm like, oh, I just you know lost consciousness for a moment of reality. And slipped, and my brain slipped into hallucinations, and then, I, then I don't remember any of them. <laughs> but, Dude, that's perfect. It's a good, and and if I don't do it, I'm gonna die. I have to have sleep. But if I do, sleep do. is probably the weirdest human thing. Right. <laughs> Your whole body shuts down. Yeah, almost to the point of death. My heart's still going. My brain's keeping it pumping, but, but everything yeah. else is in is in limbo mode. But that's what's crazy. It's like, but I have to. Your have body's still die. working, but you are <laughs> you are shut down, dude. We're getting off in the Cla- weeds. It's a good thing we're not smoking weed because we would just be clapping. Cla- we express happiness for someone else by giving ourselves high fives. <laughs> by making loud noise. Yeah, I'm laughing. Like, like, and, and well, I'll give you another one. Music. Music, now, sure, there's other things in, in nature that create music, but the way that this sound moves through the air, right, it changes air waveforms and, and it creates a noise, can move us to the point of crying and, and 
we don't find that weird. No, we don't. Just some the way the you thump something and it comes out right and it it alters our mind. It's our it's a perceived. Oh yeah, well yeah, and it's that you you, get you, that you have a that, physical stimulation. A rea- you can have the that you know, note that Stevie Ray Vaughan hits and you go right, right. You know. You can't well, see me. Well, I'm Steve, making. Well, Stevie Ray Vaughan did that when he hit it. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. Ooh. You know, make a face. <laughs> stink face. Stink face. Oh, <laughs> smell the skunk. We're talking about Johnny Lang. He got one of the best stink faces oh, ever. Oh, yeah. he keeps a stink face. <laughs> I've talked. I've talked about Kenny Wayne Shepherd. You know, he when when he's playing, he's looking at you. Yeah. But he's not seeing you. Right. Yeah. He's in a trance. Yeah. He's in his own little world. I, I feel that kind of way. That's another vibe I get from like Billy Strings. He he gets in that same kind of thing. But there you know, there's that there's a whole meme thing out there that's this kind of the aliens talking to trying to translate that that's what makes me think of that. They, yeah. they they're they're saying it in a very technical term of what they're doing, something that's very simple. Yeah. And that makes me think think of this a lot, but Anyway. Well, I had a fourth question. That was I know, a good one. I, I know Matt asked a fourth question that was a good question. That yeah, and I've got another one in here that's in the same vein. Well, I'm going to ask this question real quick. Okay. Is a hamburger a sandwich? So we were talking about Yes or time. no? No. Well, I don't think so either. Mm. No. But it would just depend on what your definition of a is sandwich is. Is bologna yes. just hot dog pancakes? Well, is a hot dog a sandwich? Oh yeah, buddy. Bologna is hot dog pancakes. No, I don't think so. It's the same pig buttholes. <laughs> Drinking wow. in both of them, so good. Lips and buttholes. <laughs> Lips and buttholes. Is a, is a hot dog a sandwich? <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, it it. I think it's how you eat it. What is an acceptable condiment on a hot dog, and why is it mustard and relish? Gosh, am I? See, I was thinking this. Like, what's your favorite pizza topping, and why is it pepperoni? Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Um, <laughs> I'm a mustard, ask, ketchup, and relish guy. Uh, mustard. I, I, I like relish too, but mustard. Ketchup's never an acceptable answer. I mean, no, I, no, I will go and completely. If, if there's no ketchup, I'm like, oh yeah, okay, that's fantastic. I'll just there is a there is a hot dog restaurant now, in you, Chicago. Well, oh, go ahead. Sorry. That if you walk in and you ask them for ketchup, they will ask you to leave. Please leave my establishment. You're not messing up my hot dog putting a, putting ketchup on it. Now, I will accept chili, cheese, and onions. Okay. So I don't do it's onions. acceptable. Mustard. Just, just mustard. Mustard and relish. But, and I really, I really like the dill relish and not the sweet relish. Okay. There we go. That was, <laughs> that was, that was where I was going. That was Especially where I was going. if you have it with mustard. Exactly. Double, double sour right. flavor. Right. I, I want to ask one before you ask your question. I like rotel on a hot dog. It is good. Yeah, that's an acceptable answer. This is, this is one I come up with, too. It should be a quick... Sauerkraut. I'm sorry. Go ahead. That's fine. I feel like I know exactly what... At least Sean's gonna answer, but I don't. You know, this is one I was I was thinking about. Am I that transparent? I think this one's pretty pretty. This is why you know this ain't a deep thought one to me. But if you could remove one sin from the face of the earth, what would it be? I know all sin is created equal, right? From for, from a from a grand scale, but. What would that one sin be? Now, so you can look at this two ways before you answer. I, I, I know what you think. I know what you, you know what I yeah. think you're going to say. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and I would probably yeah. still say that. But, yeah. Yeah. So, I, I'm going to phase this two ways. So, one, I'm going to say it can be a general sin. 
you know, right. Mm-hmm. This sin is one a of con- the seven deadly sins. Well, this sin as a concept. Stage two would be a specific time that it happened, an event of this sin. Okay. So you can answer. You can answer both ways. You can answer either way. But what 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 would yours be, Sean? If you know, I'm gonna tell you the first thing that popped in my mind, mm-hmm. and it wasn't what you thought it was gonna be. Okay. And if I say this and take this away, we're probably not here. Yeah. And that's the original sin. Yes. Of eating of the forbidden fruit. Right. If you take that sin away, mm-hmm. we might not even be here. Well. Yeah, odds are we won't be here, yeah. or God may just created more humans. Right, right. Um, but somebody down the line so would have screwed that, up. That that would be your event, your event, My single sin. event based. Now, if there's sin. one sin today, but, that and I let's do come up with it completely. Yeah, let's come up with different ones. Oh, okay, just whatever. Go well, ahead. Well, I'm sorry, I was confused. I've I've got mine. What okay. I, what okay. I, yeah, I don't mean. I mean, just not. Let's not give the same answer. Oh yeah. Okay. So, what is your one today? My one that I could do away with? Yeah. One sin. Yeah. Abortion. I, mean, I knew that. That's the one I knew that it would be. And yeah. I agree with you. Because. I think mine is going to encompass a lot of things. If we don't, it, it, history tells you that any civilization that has not, that has not protected and valued the life of the young Ooh, has never existed. Ooh, ooh, it's never, yeah, it's not, it's not in existence. I'm about, yeah. to, I'm about to drape a big old blanket over and, this. And, <laughs> and America is doing that right and left. Right. Okay. And you'll have these people argue, and, it's, and it's the facts, the numbers are numbers. They'll have people argue that, well, you know, it's necessary for health of the woman or rape or incest. No, that's 3.5. That's yeah. 3.5% of all abortions. Right. 97, <laughs> 96.5, well, maybe it was 5.5. I can't remember exactly what it is. But either way, over 94% of all abortions are for convenience. Yeah. So now don't tell me about this, that it's the health of the mother, it's this or that. How many times has a mother been told that you, you may die or something like that, and she goes ahead and has a baby anyway and everybody's okay? Yeah. A woman's never closer to death than the day she gives birth to a baby anyway. So you always have that risk that you're going to die during the birth anyway. Right. Every, many things can go wrong. There is no excuse for us to kill babies in this country, right. to murder babies, for doctors to go against their oath to protect life right. and take life of something that has no way of protecting itself. True preach, youth minister. That's, and that's the one that I, I knew when I... Well, I'll get fired up about like, that. Sean's going to say abortion. <laughs> and I agree. I'm about to tra- drape a big old blanket. And the, the sin that I would do away with is lies. Mm. That's a, that's deep. <laughs> well, see, because you, you would get rid of abortion if you had rid of, if you got rid of lies. Well, you because would you, you would have had the original sin if you get rid of lies, because Satan told a lie to get Eve to take a bite of the of the of the fruit, yeah. which we won't say apple, but it's not an apple. Right, right. We don't know what it was. Probably more of a. I don't know. It doesn't it doesn't no, matter. It that's what I was saying. I was going to say probably more like a pomegranate or. I've heard kumquat. Kumquat. Don't know, but anyway, you know, if if Satan and if there's no lies, Satan don't exist anyway. Yeah, he's the father of lies. Right. Yeah. Right. He's the deceiver. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? That's and that's where I I, I think it, a lot. He's of, the author of confusion. You know, he's lies. Jesus is truth. It's it, I, and that's what I thought. But when you asked that, I was like, oh, yeah, lies all, yeah. all together. Because because at first I was like, well, okay, what about 
Murder. What's murder? And I was like, well, then I got a thousand lies. Lies. Yeah. Because you would, I mean, <clears throat> in some way, shape, form, or fashion, like you're talking about with abortion, somebody's been lied to. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they believed something. Yeah. And, and it's, yeah. that's not the truth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Okay. Um, and I would, I would probably say abortion, but to give a different answer, I will. Um, idolatry or false gods mm, mm, mm. <laughs> because without and and i mean this is this is even to today we have so many false gods and and idols and things that take our attention away there, from there's God. a lot of there's yeah, a big there's, there's a lot of stuff that you don't realize that takes your that. time away from right i mean it could be anything yes yeah anything that diverts your attention your wife, from God. kids yes. oh yeah i mean anything yeah. that you would consider a good thing yes. serving in the church yes yeah. yes the church itself. You can focus more on on that stuff than you can what you're supposed to be. What what the reason for you being there? Right. Mm-hmm. And and how many people do you know of that go to church that are just stressed out? Yeah. When yeah. You, that's not a place to be stressed no. out. Or it's a place to get out, peace. Right. Stressed out that they hadn't maybe hadn't been in church for a while, and how are people going to treat them when they come back? And that's those are the people, very people that we should be praising for being back. You know and then I mean? how many of those people in the church are going to judge them for doing what they do? Exactly, yeah. And that's why they don't come back. Yeah. Because of the people in the church. Right. I've always said a church would be a good place for the people in it. Yeah. That's it. You know, and you know what you're talking about, the Satan being the deceiver and, and Jesus being the truth, the light, darkness, light. We was talking about, you know, when, when Noah let the two, <clears throat> two birds out of the ark, one was a raven who was deceitful, uh, cunning mm-hmm. the dove is the next one that goes out peaceful truth love is what that is and then one time when he lets was, lets the dove out she comes back with an olive leaf in her mouth so she, olive branch is a symbol of peace. Peace. peace so so what God has told us and that one and I didn't I didn't I did not catch this till last night when I was actually teaching the class yeah that what God is telling us through that one little example is that he destroyed everything on earth and it's now peaceful. Right now it's peaceful because the dove has come back with an olive branch in its mouth. Everything is clean. It's cleansed. We can start over. <laughs> we got deep, y'all. <laughs> deep. Got and your I, scuba gear. And I just asked a question about a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a good question. I want to get to your other question, though, the one you sent okay. us while I was at supper. <clears throat> I figured y'all was probably eating, and that's why I wanted to It's a good to time to go over, yeah. 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 All right. You're putting together a super group, a musical super group. We're talking about the Traveling Wilburys. We're talking about Velvet Revolver. We're talking about the big ones. Yeah. You're, you're putting together a super group. Minimum of three members, maximum of six. Three to six members, one vocalist only. Who do you got? Okay. I want to go first. Okay. <laughs> I haven't even thought about this in too much now, depth. Now, yeah, now, now, keep in mind that I'm going A, B, and C. <coughs> you said only one vocalist. Right. But I'm going to change my vocalist to change my band. Okay. Three different things. The rest Three of them will be the same. Okay. Okay. My first lead singer, Steven Tyler. Okay. There's nobody that can sing a rock battle like Steven Tyler can. My, my guitar players, you can do what you want to. <laughs> 
You keep him over at your lodge. You're going to have Steven Tyler. Here's, here's who's playing the guitars for me. Okay. That man woman. We got, <laughs> we got Slash. We got Mark Knopfler. Okay. And we got Kenny Wayne Shepard. Okay. okay. He's got a three guitar attack. Bassist for me is Wimmy. Okay. Okay. And my drummer is also going to be my backup singer in Phil Collins. Nice. There's not much better, better drum better drum action than when, uh, oh, what's the song? When he was with Genesis, he was a drummer, drummer and lead singer, but it was uh, Air of the Night. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I like that. Okay. So you would change your singers. I'm gonna change my singers. Everything change else my, stays. Everything else stays, okay. but I'm gonna change my band up. Okay. When I change my singer. Okay. So I'm going to drop Steven. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ask Darius Rucker. I'm going to say, come on in. Be my lead singer for me. Because he can do it. He can do rock. And he can do country. We can, go, we can change up a little bit if we need to. But now my I'll last one. Over Steven my <laughs> last one. My last one is really going to change it up. I'm going to go get Lizzie Hale. <laughs> from Hailstorm. We're going to bring her in. We're going to really rock this song. That'd be a heck of a band right there. I don't want to leave the ladies out. Yeah. So she could she can lead she can lead about any band she wanted to. I'm always a bit of fan of Steven Tyler though. I mean his vocals. Alright. My I, my guitars, I, I had to leave some good ones out. All right. Yeah. Um Alright. You gotta have a cohesiveness. You gotta think about well, it in my the My thinking was level. if you have Jimi Hendrix, who else can you put with I mean you don't put anybody with Jimmy. Exactly. That's. Uh, but I, I, think, I was hoping that people that you would think. That but I think, think Slash could play with Mark Knopfler, which Mark Knopfler from Dire Straits, the 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 some of the riffs he makes in uh, or Sultans of Swing, or uh, what's the that I'm trying to think of right now, Walk of Life, any of those. I mean, he's he's a very 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 underrated guitar That's player. Number one on my favorite songs, top ten favorite songs of all time. Whatever an episode number that is. Yeah. <laughs> and then Kenny Wayne Shepherd, I mean, he can play yeah. with anybody. Yeah. And he can play different styles. Yeah. So I I'm gonna my drummer. You're not gonna know, and that's okay. You can look him up sometime if you want to see some amazing drum work. But it's Alex Rudinger from The Faceless. Un- unbelievable fast. You know, can just some of his rhythm fast to slow is just unreal. Really good drummer. Um, followed also possibly by the I forget his name but uh, Four Today's drummer from the original Four Today when they when they started before he he left to be a missionary. Um, <laughs> my vocalist will be Bruce Dickinson from Iron Maiden. Okay. Because I would love to hear him with this setup, right? I mean, man can belt out a tune. I I, I wanted to say somebody else, but I had to split it up some. So. Who's my guitarist? Dimebag Daryl. Has to be Dimebag Daryl. But my bassist, Bootsy Collins. <laughs> I thought, them, I thought about that. <laughs> but <laughs> think about, I know y'all don't like, like Pantera, but they're, they're a groove metal band. They they created groove metal. It wasn't it wasn't even a genre when they created it. They have blues. They, they have, have rhythm. Blues. They have rhythm and blues right. in there. Yeah. To have, I bet he could. And I I was torn. I was like either Bootsy, or Flea, from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. So I'm like Flea would make us. I expect you to pick Lemmy too. I no, you know, not a huge Motorhead fan. Like some of their songs, not a huge Motorhead. 
Motorhead fan. Like Lemmy, good tough dude, kicked cancer in teeth, but then, you know, died from it. But, uh, yeah. I mean, I just don't, I just, I never really care for Flea that much. He just runs around with a sock on his winger. <laughs> I just listen to his music, I don't look at his winger. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't look at his winger, he just got a sock on <laughs> But I mean, if you gotta man do can, that. Man can play bass. He can't, if you gotta do that, though, you're, you're bringing attention to yourself or something else besides your music. So like the guy that runs a chicken bucket on his head. Bucket yeah. Head. Yeah. He does that so I, that the attention is not on him. Because he, he gets stage fright. Yeah. I, I, I also thought for like my lead singer, do you do uh, uh, Queen? Do you do Freddie Mercury? Freddie Mercury. I want to say Phil Anzema, but I'm not going to put him all Pantera. So I would think I was torn between... Uh, Freddie Mercury or Bruce Dickinson, but I think it'd be cool to hear Bruce Dickinson. I've never seen Iron Maiden live, and when I was younger, I didn't really care a lot for Iron Maiden. As I've grown older, I kind of I really like a lot of their stuff. So the Trooper, the Trooper, that's what I was every time. Because Jay, the, Iron <laughs> Maiden, Jay and the old Trooper, Iron Maiden, the song. That's a really good, good song by them. So yeah, I don't, I don't have but one guitarist on my list. I thought about adding um, ACDC's rhythm guitarist on there, but he's on mine. Yeah, okay. So, well, at least he made it on one. Go ahead. Yeah, mine would be John Bonham from Led Zeppelin on the drums. Just because it's, he can play anything. Malcolm Young is my rhythm okay. guitar player. Billy Gibbons is my lead guitar player. Okay. On bass, I was kind of torn but I think I gotta go with uh, I can't think of his last name uh, he's the bass player for John Mayer the John Mayer trio uh, I'll look, look him up in a second and then I wanna throw in Somebody like, oh, well, oh no, well not, no, no, okay, uh, Bonham, Malcolm Young, Billy Gibbons, uh, drummer from or a bass player from John Mayer Trio, Greg Allman, for piano and organ, and uh, probably Freddie you're, Mercury. Your your lead vocals. singer's gonna be Bono, I, I promise. Yeah, it's Bono. <laughs> <laughs> Freddie Mercury probably Freddie Mercury. on vocals. I completely forgot about him. Um, he was the first one that always comes to my mind simply because uh, he could sing the phone book. He's the greatest. He's the greatest frontman of all time. Um, There's not one better. And I mean, everybody's got you know. I Incubus had a really good bass player that yeah. I liked. Yeah. Their original bass player, Dirk Lance, I think was his name. I thought about him too. Um, and Sean said, "Can I have? Can I not have a bass player and have like four guitars? Like, yeah, you do it every to your man." Yeah, that's what I said. That's what I was thinking just one vocalist, and then you can do the rest of it because I didn't want it to be like a whole band full of people. Matt, if I really been thinking, Pino Palladino. If I was really, really been thinking, I could say Kid Rock, and he could have done any, all of it, or right. any of it. And then I could add, add as many people in there as I wanted to. Yeah, because he could play the guitar, he can play the drums. 
We may, we may even have a turntable up there and let him scratch a little bit. <laughs> and also, if you want to dive off into this one, it's similar. We're making a movie. What genre is it? Who's your star? And who are you going to get to direct it? Simple. Whatever movie I'm having, Five Rose directing it. It don't make a difference. Ever? Yeah. He's gonna direct it. He's gonna write it and direct it. I'm just gonna give him a topic and let him go. It's gonna be something superhero-ish, something like that. Hmm. I'll be honest, I'm not the best on names anyway, but I really don't know director names, so. I mean, I, I think if, if I was gonna have one, I would have either Wes Anderson or Quentin Tarantino direct it. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm probably gonna have Tom Hanks as my star. Tom Hanks, okay. And I'm, I'm going to let Favreau write and direct the movie. It's going to be a Superman movie, so I know it's going to be done good. We're finally going to have a Superman movie that's worth the crap going to watch. And who am I going to get to play Superman? Nicholas Cage. <laughs> Bang. You know? I know. I'm going to tell you. <laughs> Why he would be a good choice mm -hmm. for the well, same this <laughs> for the for the same reason that Ryan Reynolds was a perfect choice for Deadpool. He loved the character. Yeah, he wasn't going to mistreat the character. Yeah, he was going to do the character justice. Nick Cage named his son Cal El because mm -hmm. he loves Superman so much. Mm -hmm. So he's not going to mistreat it. If you put him back. If you if you put a little, a little bit different hairstyle on him, you jack him up like he was in Con Air, he can play Superman. Mm -hmm. He would have loved the role. He would have done the role yeah. right. You, so in other words, you said, you had my curiosity, now you have my attention. Oh, you got my full attention. <laughs> so a Superman movie with Nick Cage as Superman. Written by John Favreau and directed by John Favreau. I like it. I'll even let Kevin Smith help out with it. Yeah. So I think Kevin Smith did write a version of, or five or one, one of the two wrote a version of The Dark Knight. <laughs> Don't go in the indoor woods is what it said. <laughs> they can't go to Sean's Lodge where the indoor woods are. Um, that, that was, that was uh, yeah, I, I would let Kevin Smith and, and Favreau have, have, have go at it. Let, let oh, I didn't expect you to have the Nick Cage son's name for references right off the bat. There. Me? Oh, yeah. He was just throwing a random thing out there, and he's complete. like, you know what? Well, it I, makes I, sense. Oh, oh yeah. He, he, had, he had lobbied to play Super, Spy, Superman and before. He really had. Yeah, okay. And uh, they, they put a stop to it. Yeah. Wouldn't let him do it. Well, I think... But but the thing was they couldn't figure out a way to make the the movie have something to do with Las Vegas. Because every Nick Cage movie has something to do with Las Vegas. No. The plane crashes in Las Vegas. Leaving Las Vegas. Leaving Las Vegas. Honeymoon in Vegas. Vegas. 
just raised in Arizona, end up in Vegas. No. Uh, I, let's, I say we go back to a gangster squad type mm, those are always good movies. movie with Brendan Fraser coming back as you're making his reprise into Hollywood as the good guy but tough role. Bulk him up. Like, let, not like in, you know, like the mummy, you know, we think the mummy, but mm-hmm. let's let's tear him out of that role and see him play like the tough guy. Uh, He's Elliot Ness. Yeah. yeah. He's going to play Cosmo's Elliot Ness. Yeah. But I, I just because I've wanted that Brendan Fraser, he's he's getting he's coming back now. He's getting the floor's on fire. <laughs> getting that uh that reprise back in. You know, you could even I was trying to think who who would play the villain, the 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 mobster type, king boss, you know, kingpin, uh, villain Danny DeVito. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> who, who's gonna Who's gonna play your uh, Al Capone? Yeah. And it will not be The Rock because I don't want him in any of my movies. So he won't be in it. Um, John Cena? Gosh, no. Potato salad? I don't need potato no, salad action in my in my I'm, movie. I'm trying to think of who would be a good... Oh, oh. Well, let's, let's go. Let's go with... Dude from... Uh, bad guy from... Uh, we're, we're talking fiction here anyway. Sherlock right? Holmes, the first one. Bald headed guy, the cricket team. No, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go think outside the box here. Oh, we're gonna think outside the box. We're gonna think outside the box. We're gonna get Kevin James to play Al Capone. <laughs> He's gonna win an Oscar. He is gonna win an Oscar. Because if he can do it, yeah, he'll win an Oscar. He'll win an Oscar. <laughs> um, I think like uh, let's let's go back to Nightcrawler and let's let's Give uh, what's his name? Main character, Gyllenhaal. Let's give Gyllenhaal a chance to play a villain, which he did play a villain in, but not, but like a, a real dark villain where he's yeah jacked, you know. I, I don't know. I think mine would be like a play on an Indiana Jones, you know, kind of action adventure. But let's put a Wes Anderson version. <laughs> okay. And how, how does that look? A Wes Anderson version of a of an Indiana Jones yeah. movie with Tom Hanks. <laughs> yeah. I'd be the only person in the world probably like it. But if you can imagine that written written by Quentin Tarantino, <laughs> it'd get wild. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, a, a western might be a good. Yeah, if I was thinking a western, if I was gonna do a western, I'd get Quentin Tarantino to direct it. Yeah. So you're gonna do a spaghetti western. So who are you gonna get to play your lead role in your western? Okay, if I've got a Quentin Tarantino directed western. Hmm. MTV Cribs. Oh my gosh. 
Is it coming back? I hope not. No, this is all Pluto stuff to be old anyway. Oh. Oh. And Tarantino Western. At this point in time. Tarantino Spaghetti Western. So who's going to play your bad guy rich farm owner land tycoon? Hmm. I'm going to give you somebody who's going to play it that, prob that has played a bad guy. Right That's going to be Tom Hanks. No? He's going to be my bad guy in that movie. Because he doesn't play a bad guy very often, I'm gonna give if you, ever. I'm going to give you Sam Elliott as your bad guy. Ooh. He was a bad guy and, un, and justified. Without a mustache. What? Yes, he shaved his mustache off. I mean, he'd just think about it real hard and grow it back. So yeah. it doesn't really matter if he shaves it or not. But he's your bad guy. He's your cattle. He's, he's your... He's your cattle baron. Did you see that mullet flapping in the wind? <laughs> I looked at the computer. Okay. I like I like somebody else better. Just for the just for the one line he would say. If you got Tarantino, I'm how Bruce Willis be my good guy. He's gonna say one line and one line only. Yippee Kay. Yippee Kay. <laughs> Maybe Bruce Willis is gonna be Raylan Gibbons right hand man or something like that, you know? Help him out a little bit. Because, I mean, you could see Raylan Givens being a man with no name. Being, oh, man, you know, being the man with no name. You Clint Eastwood kind of, you know. You know, if you're ever going to do another Wyatt Earp movie, he plays Wyatt Earp. I'd be down with that. Not Tombstone. Right. A Wyatt Earp movie. Yeah. Now, you probably got to have Doc Holliday in it. Right. Who would be Doc Holliday? Ooh. Mm. Oh. Say that glorious <laughs> mullet. <laughs> the Gruber mullet is going on. You're going to have to have somebody who can, I don't know. You're talking about Doc, right? Yeah. Do you have somebody who, who doesn't do it like, like he did? Like Val did, as over the top as Val was? <laughs> it couldn't be. Because it's the same with, with Kurt Russell. Because to me, Kurt Russell has embodied that that character. And if you look at old pictures of Wyatt Earp, mm -hmm. Kurt Russell looks like a lot like him. But I, I, if you take all of that out and you got... Because you want somebody that would play off of Timothy Oliphant well. Ah, I got him. Boy Crowder. Walter Goggins. Walter Dude, Goggins. Yeah. 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 He can do it. 
I was thinking I've been sitting over here going, where's Walter Goggins fit in this? Yeah. He could be your doctor. Because they have played they they played off each other in Justified. I have and I've not watched Justified. I've just been sitting so over here. So we're gonna thinking. let Tarantino direct this new remake of a wide earth movie and we're gonna put Oliphant in there with uh with Walter Goggins playing Wide Earth and Doc Holiday. Would Sam Elliott be your bad guy in that one? Cowboy Bill? Or Curly? Curly Bill? Curly Bill. Possibly an older version of... See, mine just be, mine just might be like some, you know, some cattle rustler. Yeah, it don't necessarily have to be. Yeah. But With but, Timothy Oliphant. Or do, or do you leave Curly Bill out and just use the one that should have been killed from the very start of the whole movie? Like Stinking Clinton. Yeah. <laughs> You gotta have some Weasley guy playing playing that. Yeah, who would that be? <laughs> some Weasley little guy. I'm trying to think of one. Somebody that you just love to hate. How about uh, Gregory? Oh, not Gregory. Uh, what's his name from? The little, little kid guy from uh, Game of Thrones, but more adult now. Oh, Joffrey. Joffrey. No, too, too, too whiny. Too, too, yeah, a different kind. Uh, so, I, he, Stephen Lang, that, in my opinion. That movie, Tombstone, it could not have been a more perfect cast. Agree. Because it's hard to even visualize for me anybody else playing a role like it. I'm I'm digging Walton Goggins uh-huh. as Doc Holliday and Timothy Oliphant as Wyatt Earp. That would be. That's money. Yeah. Money. Johnny Murphy. <laughs> Johnny Murphy. <laughs> Johnny Murphy is like Clinton. <laughs> I'm trying to think of somebody now. We may need to do this off the air. I've got, I've got, a, I've got a name of somebody that that two thirty. I got, I got a name of somebody. We'll end on this. I got a name of somebody who, who. He, he, I don't think he could play the role. But the role he plays and what he does is a perfect role where he always gets away with stuff. He never gets his comeuppance. He's a little Weasley. And that's the Miz. Yeah. In WWE. Yeah. Somebody to that effect. You got to have somebody who can who can do Dolph that. Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, so, yeah so, something like that. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily a wrestler, but some, somebody who that you person, love to yeah. hate. That's been a bad guy in movies and, and never really you know got his... Guys come up and or whatever. That's what I'm looking at. You know. Um, we're going to think on that yeah. off the air. We're going to get out of here. We're fixing to rewrite Wide Earth movie. That's what we're about to do. We're fixing to do this and we're going to give it to somebody and they're going to take it and they're going to run with it. Y'all know where to find us. Check us out. I don't know. We got, I don't know what we got in the pack. For after this, yeah, (laughs) another movie pretty soon, maybe Black Panther.
We've been talking about it. We've been talking about it a while. So, yeah, for Dusty and Sean, this is Matt. This has been Man Child Movie Night. Peace. Out. Well, you have to know these things when you're a king, you know.